Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of Sour Graps. Uh, I'm your host, Alex, and with me, as always, is Alex. It's the Alex and Alex show. I feel like that deserves a round of applause on its own. See? Kate, this is all this is all Kate's doing. Kate's Kate made the whole thing happen. Uh so now so yeah, it's it's it is um it is it, the people have asked for it, and now we have to give the people what they want. Uh, the internet which, has which, been asking for it. They've been wanting the double A. They've been mm-hmm. wanting that. Uh, yep. I'm Arn and you're Anderson. Yes. We are double A. Yeah. yeah. We have broken the internet. They've never seen this before. At least not never. a fightful, right? Not ever. Not once. <laughs> not not ever. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I, 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 honestly, I just I feel like this is not something that you actually want. I feel like this is not. A, there you go. Uh, Alex in the wow. multiverse of sourness. Yes, please uh, send in all your super chats. That's that little thing at the little dollar symbol at the bottom of the YouTube chat, or go to humperchats.com. That's also a great uh, place. Uh, it gives us a little bit of sweeter piece of the pie. Um, uh, yeah, hey, I mean, be like 11,000 of your friends, 11,000 of the smartest people uh, 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 in wrestling consumerism. And go over to Fightful Select, and let's get us to twelve thousand. Why not? Ooh, if you get great. to uh, twenty thousand, SRS is going to shave his head. Oh, said wow that if you get us to fifty thousand, he's going to shave his balls. So I think that is a call to action to all of you to create as many fake accounts as possible. <laughs> just just random burner emails, and and it's all listen listen. I understand it, it after after 20, 30 fake accounts, you're probably going to start missing rent payments. But I think it's worth it if you get to a point where Sean Rossup is uh, is, uh, is showing I, his balls. Not showing I, his I, balls. I would like to educate our, showing his balls. our beautiful uh, audience here today. 
Did you know that in Google, you have an infinite amount of emails that you can create yes, with do. yours? With All you got to do yes. is use your normal Gmail address, uh -huh. put the plus sign after it, yeah. and then just put anything you want, like burner1 at gmail.com, burner2 at gmail.com, yeah. and each of those become an email. Mm -hmm. And every time somebody writes to them, it comes back to you. So you'll know. You'll know. Yeah. Just keep on. Make 50,000 of them. Mm -hmm. It's free. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, Carl R says it's Friday night. You know what that means? Scissor us, Daddy Alex is okay. Hold here on, go, no, this, this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. two Alexes be scissoring each other on there. You YouTube. go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. Um, hey guys, um, so yes, so Kate is uh, taking the rest of the week off, and uh, rightfully so, rightfully so, and uh, we're here to uh, to cover for her. And uh, she uh, is is here uh, to cover for Sean, so it's just it's a double cover, a double coverage. Um, we're just trying to figure out how to how to get this uh, working. So um, yeah, we're ready to do um, to talk about. Um, I guess you guys always do rampage your first, but uh, you know what? WWE has been killing it, man. So as of really late, has. we really have has. been doing SmackDown. You know, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm the new guy here, but I'm no. I'm, I'm here to I'm, be your co-captain, sir. I'm in. I'm in on SmackDown. Um, uh, I'm in on SmackDown because uh, because of this. We got Imperium back together at the Clash, uh, the Clash at the Castle. They were like, oh, by the way, here's Giovanni Vinci. Pay no attention to that phase he went through for a few months where he thought he, he got he got conked on the noggin and he thought he was an Italian playboy for a while. Turns oh out it's he's just he's just a badass wrestler and he always was. Um, and so I was like, when they had their little brawl before um before Seamus and 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 Gunthar last last weekend. I was like, just give me the six man on Friday. Just don't dispense with all the bullshit. Give me the six man immediately. And you know what? They friggin' did it. So um, I, uh, I, uh, that was, uh, that's awesome. Uh, this match was awesome. The only thing wrong, the only thing wrong with it, the only thing wrong with it, you got to figure out a way for him to not to be Butch. He doesn't have to be Pete Dunn. Yeah. But he can't be Butch anymore. It's just so weird. But he gets to wrestle like Pete Dunn now. He gets to gets to do all the all the fun Pete Dunn stuff that he used to do. Um, and uh and Fakey and Eichner, uh Giovanni Vinci um gets gets to be as great as he ever was. It's awesome because the match was amazing. All the it was so hard hitting. Uh, at one point I thought Seamus was going to murder poor Ludwig uh with the beats of the Baudrin. Because there were like twenty five of them, yeah. I guess this, this is the perfect spot to say uh, Seattle friggin' loved this. Seattle was like, like, was like into it. Like, please, can you can you come here more often? Because there are lots and lots and lots of wrestling fans in the Pacific Northwest. There was a whole territory there in the eighties that was like super crazy for wrestling, and um, and and they the Pacific Northwest as a region. I think gets the fewest amount of shows coming out there, big shows. Um, and they will come, they will come see your wrestling if you come out there. And so they were like so excited to see anything, but this was beyond uh, anything we could have uh, expected. 
Um, I, I also thought it was awesome that um, they did the right thing. And they had... Um, at, G- Every time I say Giovanni Vinci, like it always just feels like it's the most ridiculous name they could give this gimmick. Fab- the Fabian Eichner gimmick, the Imperium gimmick. It, oh it's my fine God. Yes. for a guy who like lands in his Gulf Stream and gets in his Ferrari and goes, ciao. Like, like that guy, like makes perfect sense but fabian eichner is hey giovanni vinci hello it's me i'm from italy <laughs> it does not actually work quite well for this guy but it's so cool that they gave him the victory gave him the pinfall in his first match on tv and the right guy got pinned like well Rich I, alex which is the dude to get pins it's been years since we've seen him on television according to michael cole so you know uh <laughs> it has been a no, it's been a number of years. A number of Michael years. Cole. A yeah. number of years, uh, says Michael Cole, since um, since we've seen Imperium together. It's been five months, Michael Cole. <laughs> so it has been a number of years. That number of years is 0. 0.42 years. You guys that did the math. A, that's, not, that's not a number of years. Uh, that is less than half a year. It hasn't been that long. Um, but... Seamus is crazy over. Maybe the most over he's been as a baby face ever. Even when they were trying to push him as like the next big baby face, I don't think he got these kind of reactions. And it's crazy because they haven't, he hasn't done anything Nothing. except for like been who he is against a guy we're supposed to hate. And all of a sudden, like the whole faction is getting crazy. Like Pete Dunn was getting crazy cheers for all the stuff he was doing. He was breaking dudes' fingers. They were like, "Yay!" Like he's like, "This is really good." Seattle stuff. was ready for the violence. I think Seattle, outside of their um, what, what the Seahawks, they haven't seen absolutely anything really good happen. They just yeah. traded away Russell Wilson, so they have absolutely yep. nothing to cheer for now. They don't even have a basketball team. So, with that being said, what else do they got left except for right. WWE to show up? And give them some glorious violence and finger breaking uh tension. But yeah, you're right. I think <clears throat> the audience ate it all up today, man. They made the show. And I think I think that what's happening is now, and you mentioned something great, is the fact that the guys are allowed to be a little bit above themselves, besides the yes. butch thing. So yeah. because their their physicality is insane. You haven't seen mm-hmm. physicality like this in the McMahon era at all. No. So the crowd is really eating up the the more of a professional wrestling uh, aspect of WWE, yeah. which we haven't seen in forever. Yeah, it's it's been um, it's been pretty it's been pretty uh, um, awesome to see that people are allowed to just be good wrestlers. Yeah, well, what's that all about? That's Alex? weird. Please tell um, me. I mean, yeah. not 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 all of them. I mean, listen, there's some stuff later <laughs> in the show. Like, it like, like, Papa H is back, and it's all about the wrestling. Stand over there and wait your turn, male model gimmick. Oh, we'll get Jesus to you later. Christ. But like, it, it, honestly, I think that whatever they're doing is fine. It just doesn't feel like it belongs on this version of WWE right now. You know, put it on main um, event. Yeah, yeah. This is that, honestly, it's like that kind of thing. Um, but this match was awesome. It was everything I wanted it to be. Um, and I'll tell you the momentum that Seamus is showing right now, it, to me, I, I don't know that they're going to do it. They may use it just to build heat and get, get, get Gunther some heat, but 
the right move is to give Sheamus the IC title once, even if it's for a really short time, because that's the only thing he needs to be a Grand Slam champion. He's been around forever. He like overcame spinal stenosis to come back. He could have retired. He could have said, you know what? I'm good. But he got in great shape. He came back. He's like now he's a super over baby face. Give the people what they want. Sheamus winning. Like, I'm not saying uh, that 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 Gunther fades into obscurity. I'm saying that he loses the title of Sheamus here. And the best thing that looks like we're ha- we have right now is um, the potential, at least, for a lot of really fun stables on SmackDown. Um, so there's the potential for, for Imperium to feud with a lot of fun people. Yeah. Um, because it- I also love the idea of them literally hating everybody who isn't them as opposed to heels faces whatever like there's there's no reason why gunther and imperium will respect the bloodline no no reason so there's absolutely in 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 uh in place we have there's a possibility of gunther and imperium versus all the usos including new solo sokoa or roman reigns and his brothers like there's that's a possibility that's in play so yeah, I, I I love that. Um I'm excited about that. Um, but I think that I think that you the right call is to give Seamus that victory. And right now he's never gonna be hotter than he is right now. Never. You're right. And he I mean, the last time I remember him being this exciting um was probably when he was going up against Triple H. And he yeah. had that whole feud with Triple H. I, I felt like that was his um that was a really good feud. He was in his, you know, his tip top. And then, like, everything kind of, you know, that whole, like, fighter gimmick or whatever the hell they were trying to get a fight night and all this crap. Kind of, like, it brought him down a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand what they were trying to do with him. You know, the brawler. Uh, but now it really feels like he's a real brawler. Like, yeah. he, you know, it's just, I think it's just that tweak, man. You know, it's less of a, of a sports entertainer, more of a fighter, a shoot fighter. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I agree. Um, um, uh, Carl R sends, uh, sending positive vibes to mama Kate. Um, she's, she's scissoring with us in spirit. Yes. Um, and, uh, <laughs> that's the greatest line I've heard this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pringle says council of Alex's Alexis, Alex us, whatever. Good to see the one true Alex and fake Alex together. Yes. I love there's it. no, no heat between uh, uh, real Alex and imposter Alex. Not no hate whatsoever. Um, uh, Tom LaValle says RIP Buster Elizabeth. Yes, RIP to the goodest boy, uh, Buster. Um, Valab says, I'm seeing double here for Alex's. <laughs> it's true. You are. Uh, that's a, that's, that's a, one, of, one of my favorite Simpsons jokes. Thank you. Uh, Jonathan Grindstaff says, uh, <laughs> them boys. Glad you guys are paired up. Stoked to tune in. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's good. Let's do some more of this. Um, and Jason Major says, holy crap, Kate looks great right now. Hashtag too fast, two Alexes. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, yeah, so um, oh, we got TK and Gray who says, hello, fantastic Friday crew. I appreciate what you all do. I'm going to my first live wrestling show tomorrow, WWE House Show, and I'm stoked. I started watching when the Thunderdome was right across the street and had to know what was happening inside. Um, 
uh, heart. No, no, that was me. That was me. I don't know why why that went in there, but yeah, that was weird. I'm like, why is there a heart? Oh, why'd you do that? That was weird. Who who um, was I texting? I don't know what, you, what the hell that was. Okay, um, so uh, Jam Beard says, uh, do you think they turned the brutes into a face stable? Maybe just mm. Sheamus have done have a main roster version of his heel stable. Um, mm. uh, listen. Um, Don already had a big, big pop after one match. One match uh, is, is, is more of his Pete Dunn character. I think, I think that, that you could do that together. I did think of something that was very funny and very irreverent that WWE would never do because they're totally not irreverent. Um, is if they wanted to break up the brawling brutes, perfect timing because mm. obviously, uh, Seamus is Irish, so he would hate the queen. He would hate the queen. Oh queen Elizabeth my. would be least, his least favorite person because he's Irish. So what if he came out and started cracking jokes about the recently dead queen and that really pissed off one of the two brawling brutes? Like, I know they're both English, but if, if Pete Dunne was like, how very dare you? That woman is, her body's not yet cold and you're cracking wise about that wonderful woman who saw us through some dark times in England and you... Ridge, a good Yorkshire boy. I expected better from you. And then get Pete Dunn the hell out of there to do his own thing. You know, it's possible, but they'd never do it. You know why I know they'd never do it? Because they did a tribute to Queen Elizabeth oh, on the show. And oh. I was like, what the what are we doing? What are we listen? Listen, I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say any I'm not gonna say anything bad about Queen Elizabeth now. It, as I said, you know, I, I have to have some decorum. However, I will say, Google Mau Mau Rebellion. That's M-A-U-M-A-U. Just Google that. Then find for me in that Googling who happened to be the monarch of England when that was going on. And then just maybe nuance, some nuance is all I'm saying, some nuance. That's all we, all know, we all know this is a wrestling show, but if you look at the history of that family <laughs> and the 70-plus years that that family has been you know, in power, you will see. I'm just, you will see. That's. I mean, you're 100. percent You hit the nail on the head. All, all you got to do is just not do a. Our hearts go out to the royal family. Who the yeah. fuck cares about the royal family? Honestly, I don't care. Either. Anyway, um, so uh, we we got to see the Usos and Sami Zayn come out and uh, do uh. What is this now? Oh, this is this is Sami Zayn. It's fantastic. We get the Usos and Sami Zayn to come out and cut a promo about welcoming into the fold their little brother mm. Solo. Um, and uh, I'm I mean, uh, this was awesome because because Sammy tried to try to like lead the promo, and Jay was having none of it. But um, but they 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 did they they brought him in, and I love, um. I love that he came out and immediately got on the mic and said, "This, my, if you mess with my family, I'm coming for you." So he, like, he had put some bass in his voice. That mm. crowd was booing the hell out of him, and he was like, "I don't give a shit about any of you. I'm standing here in my truth, and I am like." Pat, he passed the for opening promo segment yeah. with flying colors. I yeah. thought it was great all night, but like, you got to judge him minute by minute because what. Like I, I already know that get, that kid is great from watching him in NXT. 
I know he's great in the ring. Um, uh, I've, I've liked the character work he's done in NXT, but it's a different thing in front of 300 people than it is in front of thousands of people. Correct. Like, that's a different energy, especially when you've never done it before. And he, he was great tonight. Man, he's a star. They, that family will be in pro wrestling, whether, <clears throat> you know, there or whatever company, forever, okay? And each generation that has came up throughout the years, um, Alex, I'm assuming you're in your late 20s, you know, like... <laughs> You've you've seen plenty of professional wrestling, my mm-hmm. my good yes. friend, yeah. my good yeah. Alex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. know this fa- these this family man, they're good, bro. Rikishi oh, yeah. should be like, you know, patting himself in the back because th- they've he's brought up some good boys, man. And whatever else comes out of this, you know, who whoever continues to come into the fold, family wise, man, they they set themselves up for another thirty years, bro. Um, absolutely. Uh, I, 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 I thought that, I mean, we'll talk more about this. I will talk more about this when we talked about the match, but, um, but like, he really reminds me of a young version of his father. Like if you watch 100, when we watch the stuff that he did in the early nineties and like, they have the same body type. Yes. They have like, that they move the same, like, uh, like the Usos always felt like this, this junior version of what, yes those guys were this guy feels like he's a carbon copy like you cloned 1992 fatu and made him this guy i mean uh, and uh, and i know we'll we'll get into the match later but that uh betty to belly suplex that he gave him in the middle of the ring exact replica of his dad i wrote it on twitter i said that was that was young rikishi that i just Mm -hmm. saw give that samoan betty to belly because you could just tell the move the hug the way that he brought him over we'll talk about it yeah um, but uh, then we get Drew coming out because Drew's very pissed. Um, he's so mad. He's so mad. He's he's so mad. Um, so he came out to uh, to attack, and I love that Solo didn't move. Man, he met him at the ropes. Yeah, and took a chair to to the gut um, for that trouble, but he was not scared at all, yeah. and he was about to get chair in the back but sammy saved solo they are long playing this whole sammy getting jumped out of the usos thing they're long playing it but i don't i mean i don't know when they have the 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 thought of when they might do that story but when it's going to be in it's going to be a really great moment when they finally do it because i think they're lulling us to sleep like well they're not going to do it now they didn't do it last week they're not going to do it now they're not going to do it now. They're not. Oh, they did it. I think that's what they're trying to do with this whole Sammy thing. And mark my words, the, the best way to do it, absolutely, is Sammy gets the absolute tar beaten out of him and left mm. in a puddle of mm-hmm. nothing. And they go to commercial and he's still lying there and nobody's come to help him. And then Kevin Owens walks down mm. there and he picks him up and he, and he carries him out like we're going to do this together. Like there's, there's this awesome moment there. And then that's it. You give Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn who've never been tag champs. They get to be the ones to take out, take out the Usos. It's perfect. It's honestly perfect. Although Orion Ben says it's Dem Alex's versus the Usos. The unified titles. <laughs> I think, I think we can take them. I do. I, I, I 100% agree. We can both take them. I can only imagine what our 
doomsday like device <laughs> finisher was gonna be, but yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll <laughs> yeah. figure it out. Um uh, NCB says, hi, Alex and Alex 2.0. Hi, Kate. We miss you. Just got here. Did you already discuss the poorly timed commercial break? Also, I feel that Sammy's officially a member of the bloodline. He's earned his spot. Yes. We didn't talk about this. But finally, after the first minutes of the match between uh, the Imperium and the Brawling Brutes, we get Seamus and Gunther in the middle of the thing. And the crowd is going apeshit for it. Like, oh, the business is really picking up and they're in this six-man tag commercial. And business is picking up. Can we see the business? I'd like to see the business that you said is picking up. I don't understand why we would do that. Yeah, they mistimed that. There's been a lot of mistiming in both companies as of yeah. late with commercials. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's that over there? It says, curious if, if uh, the HHH is going to go after uh, Jacob Fatu. Um, I don't I don't know what his contract situation oh, is. Oh yeah, that oh my I, god. Honestly, He's still at MLW, isn't he? Yeah, as far as yeah, I seen there. him, I saw him live in Chicago on the MLW uh show. Bro, he is the truth. The man could move. Better to one Jim Beard says if you had bloodline all four versus Sammy KO and two others, what two others you put them with as the big feud? DIY. You mm. reunite Tommaso Ciampa. Johnny Gargano, only because I think that the trio that I want is is KO, Sammy, and Gargano. Because Gargano and KO have that history on the indies as well. I think he would fit in perfect. He's got a really good sense of humor. He's a he's a absolute baby face. Perfect. The only other thing I would like is I don't know how you get Ciampa extricated from the Miz and over here where he belongs. But I think I think there is a, a really good tag run. Under Triple H with Gargano and and Champa, I just don't know if that is going to coincide with what they're doing with with Sammy and KO. But that's my dream team. Mm. You? Yeah, I I like that. Sorry, I was just I thought you were going to continue talking there, but yes, I agree. Uh, how the hell do you get him off of Miz? This whole pairing with the Miz has been just a little awkward for me. I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, where he kind of just like, you know beats the hell out of him and he's like i need to get away from you bro thanks for bringing me up here uh thanks for letting me ride alongside you but i've been using you this entire time bro to get what i want and it's to get rid of you and then you know he unites with his boy and they just get into it you know i I would say like but they don't have time for that that takes literally weeks of writing however we saw them go from from the edge, from edge <laughs> recruiting Finn Balor to being jumped out of to the be, game yeah, by yeah, Finn Balor yeah, in two yeah. minutes. So they can do whatever they want. They you're honestly right, doesn't really right. matter. It, no, doesn't it doesn't. Matter. It doesn't. And put them um, on SmackDown like tomorrow morning. Um, right. Uh, God, I hate that they call themselves this. The Bougie and the Badass. Oh, my um, God. Face Toxic Attraction, who says, are looking to bring their blah, blah, blah to SmackDown. Have they been called up? Without That's, Mandy Rose, yeah, Mandy Rose is still champion. She just unified the two championships. So are you calling these these two up without her? Because that doesn't make sense to me. But like, I'm I'm uh, new blood in the women's division is good. But then you had them lose to this team. But can we? I don't know. Like, do 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 you get the sense at all that Aaliyah and Raquel are actually friends? Because I feel like Aaliyah, who's you know a terrible actress, has been told. <laughs> Show everybody how, what good friends you are. She's like, oh, I know how people act. I've seen human beings in real life. 
So I'm going to smack her on the butt a lot and jump into her arms like I'm a koala. And I'm supposed to think, oh, these two are natural friends. Yeah. And it just, it just, it, none of it works at all. <laughs> and I'm like, feels a little bit forced. Uh, um, this whole, yeah. when, when, the, I know, and I, I wrote this on Twitter <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, yo, she's always all over her and like almost making out with her. And if this was the McMahon era, this would be hashtag HLA uh, coming to the ring. Okay. So. Because it's it's borderline. If you look at the way she's acting with with her, it's borderline. It's like well, what? it's not even that because it's also very childlike. Yeah, right, right. It's you forced. Know, but it's, it's but it but it's it, like it's not like you know um uh I'm I'm we're hot for each other like 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 Liv and Rhea did this really good like they were hot yeah. for each other type of thing that they were doing yes. and I was like yeah. obviously that's not the truth but if that was kind of the gimmick they were playing. This just feels like Aaliyah is six and like <laughs> popping her, her big sister on the butt, like, ha ha, I got you, you know, like and, and jumping into her arms and everything. It just didn't, it doesn't, it does, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah, no, um, it just, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, and, and it just, I don't know, we're still, are we still writing the whole, uh, the wrong person was in the ring storyline? Are we done with that? I don't know. No, no, I mean, like, like Dakota mentioned it on Raw. She says, yeah. I wasn't legal, so I get a rematch. I was like, that's your story? Yeah, right. The story right, is intentionally right. Dakota wasn't legal and Aliyah pinned her, so rematch. But I, I don't. That isn't, and it's not even that, an immediate way to do that, right? Right, because it's not even an immediate rematch. You're still letting the champions, pri- uh, you know. Prounce around the 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 show and and do their thing yeah. as champions and continuing to support their their run as champions. But on the other show, they're telling you we're we're going after them because you know I wasn't the legal person or whatever the right. case may be. I don't know. It's just maybe maybe there's a a, a hole somewhere there. I don't know. Yeah. How about well, H will yeah. make make sense of it all, Alex? No, it's, it's okay. Listen, um, Toxic Attraction, of course. They cut a little inset promo before the match and. Uh... You talk about how oh we're we're so hot and we're yeah we're here uh, this is just they have that weird sound that they do. Oh, hey we're here they really do like, it's just I don't like it's, it's a weird I don't know is that a weird thing but it is to me but anyway um they uh they lose um because uh, because of course they do because the whole point is to keep. Uh, the Bucci and the Badass strong for their big uh, rematch uh, on Raw. Mm. Um, and there was nobody else for the Bucci and the Badass to face on SmackDown tonight because all the other women are an elimination uh, match for the number one contendership, which we'll get to very shortly. Um, but yeah, so so JC Jane uh, takes the Tejana bomb. And they lose, and that's that's it. It's it does it does feel like uh, more and more it has become you watching go like so. Aaliyah's role here is to mm, just facilitate the match being tagged in to Raquel, who then hits her finisher and wins. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But 
the question is time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. That's it. Yeah, she's supporting role, right? Every every movie has one. And she's, and she's playing her supporting role. She was, kind of, she was physical in the ring. Uh, there was mm-hmm. some spots where she was, you know, whooping some ass. And look, you know, Raquel is a, a big woman. And mm-hmm. she was also using her as a supporting supporting battering ram at some yeah. points there, if you noticed, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's some good stuff. Nice um, to see Gigi Dolan back, though. Yes. Uh, they, they mentioned that, that they, they were supposed to have this match in the semifinals. But yeah, uh, they said toxic attraction wasn't clear. They didn't mention which one. Um, good for them, I suppose. <laughs> Sean Garner says, do Shasha and Naomi return on Monday? No, no, they don't. No. I don't know when they're, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm assuming that the, the plans are for them to come back, but I don't know when. Where are they at on um, Monday, Alex? Do you know, do you happen to know that? I, I off the top of my on, head, I'm, I'm lost. Yeah, on that. No, I, I don't remember where they are. Monday. Cause I, they were just here in New York. Uh, not raw, but, um, yeah, no, Sasha no, yeah. and and Bailey yeah, were the, just at the Yankee game. Week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that'll be. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. Oh, Portland. They're saying Portland, Portland, Oregon. Portland. Okay. They're yeah. They're in the opposite side of the world right now. I mean, they. they I mean, it's fly. just yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on a flight, but like it, it. I don't. I don't understand. Um. So we get. Um, <laughs> uh, now Nurguru says MDF. Oh, I think he means LDF, Legado del Fantasma, and Imperium, and the Brawling Brutes, and the Bloodline is wow. all a bunch of three potential three-man factions that you could have an awesome storyline of these of these four teams all hating each other. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind that. You could you could eat up a lot of SmackDown with all that stuff. Oh yeah, um, I, I I would I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, yeah, Nurguru says do something with it. Well, if I was Triple H, I I would do something with it. And and you would stay you would stay away from uh-huh. the uh, proverbial uh, rematch uh, problem that SmackDown was having every week right. for the last six months. Yes, uh, over and over. Over, and yeah, over yeah, and yeah, yeah. No, it will be bad. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, listen. <clears throat> <laughs> Maxwell, <laughs> did you read that? 
<laughs> Maxwell does fantastic. <laughs> that is funny too. Uh, Corey David says they're a wish version of Rhea and Liv jumping all over <laughs> each other. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't quite doesn't quite work. Doesn't quite work. Um, uh, but <clears throat> you know, it doesn't doesn't quite work for me. Um, this elimination. Um, five five way match. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, Ronda Rousey is in this five way match, and she might have she might as well have been in there with four women off the street. Like, there's no no chance in hell that she was losing this match. And I I I don't know. Maybe would have been interesting if like Shayna was in it too, and then it came down to the two of them. And that part fed into the story. We'll talk more about what they did do with Shayna. But the four women in this are Zia Lee, Sonya Deville, Natalia, and Lacey Evans, who hasn't been on television since July 23rd. Mm. And posted on Twitter today. Wait, what? Like, that's what she said, which was everyone was assumed was responding to her actually being on TV in two uh. months and um, and not uh, not knowing what. Oh, hey, cool, I guess. Um, but um, she came out and I was like, oh, well, here's the opportunity to do something different with her, because obviously what was going on before wasn't working. So she's been off the TV for like six weeks. You could do some, it's a new person in charge. Now you could do something different with her. Nope. Mm. She has new gear, but that's it. She comes out and she, she came out and she was like, she was going like high five a kid. And then she she slapped her her own ass. Yeah. And and then she's like, Oh, well, 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 Lacey Evans still believes she deserves more respect. I've said this. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. no. So I, I've, I've said this before too, Alex. I didn't. I'm sorry about interrupting you, but I'm, I'm a little bit passionate about what I'm about to say. I'm a retired U.S. Marine, okay, and I understand that throughout professional wrestling, like you know, we, you've had storylines with makeshift service members, but I hate that they use it and they have used it as a storyline for her. Remember that where they were showing the clips of her and all this stuff. Mm. That oh, yeah. turned me off so bad. And then just even now, they're kind of still pushing this hybrid version of this, uh, you know, service member who's slapping her ass and has absolutely no storyline or no character. It, it really isn't a character. There's nothing there. There's nothing that's telling me I should really watch Lacey because there's something that could really pop off here. So I, I, I really hope that Hunter kind of maybe repackages her in a way. And moves her away from the service member persona thing because it's really rubbing me as a veteran the wrong way. I don't know what it's doing for you for the casual viewer. So yeah, I, I was sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just no, 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 no. no. It's, it's 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 an important perspective to have because um, um, she was doing a thing. She had that weird hybrid because remember she was like the southern debutante, and then for a while she was like. I'm a Marine and a mom. And as such, I am better than all of you. But don't you like to cheer for me? The Heartland. And I was like, so so the the point of this is that because she's a a Marine, 
and also because she's a mom, we are obligated to cheer for her. And I felt kind of insulted by that. And so the the response is there is to that is not is not well. Hey, how about she's a marine and a mom, and she thinks she's better than you, and that's why you boo her. Like, can we just not do any of that? And the thing about it that, that made me the craziest was you had this woman bare her soul and not like give a prepared monologue about like a fictional version of herself. Like tell us at home, the millions watching SmackDown about her real life growing up with, with the, as the parents, as the, with parents who were uh, 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 drug addicts and abusive alcoholics. And she overcame that and she became a Marine, a mom. She opened up all her heart to us and they, Use that to make her the bad guy. Mm-hmm. They used her real story to make her the bad guy. And when I thought it was in service of a monster push, I'm in no way in favor of a monster push for Lacey Evans, but at least that would have been worth it to her. Now she did all of that apparently just so she could job out every six weeks on SmackDown. Like, if I were her, I would be furious. Like, I don't really give a shit about Lazy Evans, but I understand as a human being what that would feel like. You told me to come out here and tell the world my story, like a very, very personal stuff that happened to me and that it was going to, like, get people on my side. But instead, you used it for the opposite of that. And then you, like, took me off a of TV. Like, that's that's a ridiculous thing. That's a ridiculous thing. Um, so with you, dude, it's just, it makes sometimes you think that things make sense. They really don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so um, Natalia taps out to an to an arm bar, to Ron Rousey arm bar almost immediately. And I did like this, this moment, which could have been something good, uh, but it ended up being not great, was uh, Sonya Deville a choking out Zia Lee at the same time as Ronda put Lacey in the arm bar. And then it was Sonia and Ronda squaring off. And I, listen, it doesn't make any sense now. And I understand that like it was out of anybody's control. But during the pandemic era, when when Sonia Deville turned on Mandy Rose and cut those promos and had those matches like that woman was the best heel male or female on the Mm -hmm. roster Mm -hmm. she was amazing like put your hair up and square up is one of one of the all my one of my all-time favorite catchphrases i love that she actually now like did it in the match which is like okay you and me let's go you know that was great um, but because of the whole thing with the stalker, her taking time off, deservedly so, they never recaptured that. Like they had her come back and be like a, a like everyone's least favorite boss. I know racist, maybe like the whole thing with Naomi <laughs> always was weird. Like it was just an odd thing, and so they've really lost the opportunity to capitalize on what I thought was a can't miss future five time women's champion. Like I thought she was amazing in that and then the thing happened with the stalker and everything fell apart so i was actually i really liked the moment of her and Rhonda 
but then the whole thing fell apart because it was like, okay, I'm going to try and get out of this thing. And neither one of us are really know how to do, because Rhonda doesn't really do this. These really do these kinds of things. Yeah. So the whole thing fell apart. Very um, messy between it, both it, of them. It was, it was not, it was very messy. Yeah. Yeah. Very messy. yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, Rhonda, unfortunately, um, when she tries to do these technical type of matches, she it looks rough, right? Ronda is a, a bare knuckle fighter. She's going to throw you around the ring a couple times. You got to think of her as a Brock Lesnar. She's going to put you in an arm bar, you know, whatever her finisher might be. She's going to judo throw you a couple times, and she's going to beat the crap out of you with punches and, and elbows, right? right? They cannot do too much with her. They need to scale her back to the point where she comes in, she beats the hell out of you. Yep. You gotta get her away from all this technical wrestling stuff because that's something she is not. And also, dude, please take away this damn song away from her. The song does not fit the character. It does not fit her. It does no. not fit anything that she's trying to be. So when she comes out, I'm like, eh, what is she gonna do now? You know, eh. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just, I just feel like she could be a real badass dude, and and I'm just kind of waiting for that turn. Hopefully soon, man. Hopefully he's listening. Yeah, uh, let's let's hope. Um, so uh, yeah, she ends up she ends up putting her out with that with the ankle lock instead of yeah. the uh, the yeah. arm bar, just to show she, she can do it. And what I thought was odd was they had Liv sitting way up at the top, drinking something and being like holding her thing up. And I was like, is she supposed to be drunk? Like she was just so <laughs> it was weird. And uh. And so they had her like trying to like I don't know, talk trash from four hundred feet away from Rhonda, and it was a weird. I've never seen them do that before, um, in WWE anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was very odd. It was like I, I keep forgetting like oh no, I guess they did put put Liv over pretty strong over over Shayna. So I guess she does get to gloat, but let's not. Like, I I can't forget. I know they want us to forget. I can't forget that the last time that Liv was in a, in a match with Ronda, Ronda won. Mm -hmm. She won. I, I still believe that Liv tapped too early. She was supposed to tap later, but she tapped too early. And therefore, she lost the match, even though the ref went with the plan finish, which was to call the, the shoulders down. But she's tapping before two is even called. Yeah. And she lost. So until you actually have her really deal with that as a character, then it looks like she's delusional. I don't want to cheer for a delusional baby face. So this is all weird to me. And and also, like somebody brings this up. Jam Beard says, so Rhonda beat up Adam Pierce and then gets put on number one contender. <laughs> now, I guess what they said was like she's she's being dealt with behind the scenes or whatever, an internal. She's been dealt with investigation and what or whatever, but like that is, yeah, I understand he said some mean things, but you don't get to assault your boss on national television. You don't get to do that. I mean, it's weird. Uh, and Sean Garner says, "Does Ronda get the title back at Extreme Rules?" I don't see how. I don't see how she can't. Like it's God. Like I don't. I mean, I I don't see how it's believable that she doesn't. I mean, I guess it's Extreme Rules, so maybe like. Liv hits her with a couple of chair shots I, or something. I, I said I don't this understand. in the beginning. It just looked unbelievable. It just didn't look real. Her beating uh, Shayna, her beating Ronda. It just doesn't look realistic. Like how many times or how many 
things can she pull off to beat them, right? Like, what little tricks does she have? What is she going to do? Like, the, beat her up with kendo sticks? Because that's what she normally does anyway. She just grabs kendo sticks and beats the crap out of people. I don't know, man. Um, backstage later, we saw Shayna uh, congratulating Rhonda and Shane. Like, listen, I know you're putting on a brave face, but I can tell because I know you losing that match at Clash of the Castle leaves you pissed off. But if you're ready to actually use that anger to get vengeance, come talk to me. Mm. And uh, I was like, so is she going to recruit Shayna to cheat on her behalf? To help live, and then we get Shayna versus Ronda out of that. Maybe I mean that—that's—that's that's my hope, honestly. Like of all the things, that's my hope because I really want to heal Ronda Rousey because babyface Ronda Rousey friggin' sucks. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's let's do let's do heal Ronda Rousey. However we get there, and but honestly, uh, I would not mind uh, if you if you need to keep Ronda out of the title picture for a while because Charlotte's going to be back, and we all know as soon as Charlotte gets back, she gets the title. Um, and then whatever they're doing with Bianca and Bailey over on Raw, if you want to keep um Ronda away from the main title pictures for a bit, team her with Shayna and yeah. have the two of them just be tag champs who like hurting people, like just like have them in kayfabe put Aaliyah out for like six months. That would clear me of having to watch Leah, but it would also <laughs> make them. F- feel like more of like these these badass women i think there's a really cool interesting thing they can do with that but yeah i don't i don't i don't know man like it's just it's it's weird it is extreme rules which means if they have an extreme rules match there's no there's no disqualifications so you can see all kinds of nonsense happen dude and and if she retains because of the nonsense like you know like something happens where Shayna ends up hitting ronda instead of Liv, right or whatever yeah. the case may be or and then it all gets discombobulated and boom then i don't know i i don't i just don't see how live can continue holding this i thought live was going to lose it a while ago <laughs> and yeah. here here we are going into october and she's still champion uh yeah yeah that's that uh, yeah um uh <laughs> hey what's that over there uh says to fantasy book a war games match <laughs> Roman Solo, the Usos, and Jacob Fatu versus DIY AJ KO and a debuting El Generico. Wow. And um that wow. may that 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 would be pretty awesome. I, I don't know we're ever going to get that really, but that would that would be pretty awesome. You know, but I mean it, honestly, just thinking about that, it gets me all excited. But if you need help getting all excited. If you want erect penises, well, one at least, yours, use BlueChew.com. But it's not just about that, even though it is a lot about that. It's about that performance. It's about having that confidence. BlueChew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, but they work on your schedule. Or not your schedule. Maybe you're, you're not up to task. BlueChew takes care of that for you, my friend. Get you ready whenever the mood arises or when it doesn't. Prescribed online, ship straight to your door in a discreet package, and you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's because you consult with an online physician, and if approved, come straight to your door. That way you can, you know the rest. Just pay $5 shipping when you use that code FIGHTFUL. Otherwise, your first shipment 
is free. That's bluechew.com and the code Fightful. I have my pack here. I I I don't I don't know that it quite rises to the levels of of a Kate segue, but I'm 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 trying here. It's not usually my my deal. You know what? You know what you get. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only. (laughs) Thank you. OG Alex. Um, uh, Nurguru says, assuming Becky versus Ronda mm. is still the plan for Mania, mm. and I think Ronda gets the title back, and then they run Bianca versus Ronda at Survivor Series. Oof. That's probably a bigger match for them than Bianca versus Liv. Let's be honest. Mm. So I think there's no way if they're still doing title versus title, brand versus brand, if that's still what they're doing for Survivor Series, then your then your match is Bianca versus. Rhonda, I think that is uh, that. But she says Becky helps Bianca win because now they're friends in this mm. first thing. Becky despises Rhonda, and that big build begins. And then he adds F Charlotte. So um, that heat uh, is still there, isn't it? Yeah. Between those two. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. In- interesting. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Uh. So we uh. We got our big eight-man tag. The Street Profits and, and Hit Row did a backstage segment. I was like, actually, everyone was like, hey, I think Hit Row needs a leader. What if they don't need a leader? They just need to be a giant faction. With the Street Profits, who are people, we know the Street Profits. They're former champions. Like, I think the, the, the five of them, like, really work. If you want to, at some point, like, add Bianca into the mix, like, that uh, to me, like, I feels like it feels like that works. Like, it just feels like these. I mean, listen, I don't, I don't want, I, I don't, I hesitate to say because I don't want it because I, I also do hate the idea of like, oh, this guy's black and this guy's black tag team. <laughs> I do hate that because that's been the way it's always been. It's always been like that. But I can't deny the fact that these these people, these five people, B Fab, Hit Row. Street Profits, they have, it feels like real chemistry. Yeah. So don't deny it and don't be like, don't like, well, we're not allowed to do that because then they become like the black group and we're not allowed to do that. No, like if it feels right, do it. If it feels forced, don't. If it feels right, do it. And I think that this could really work out. Like it it does feel like they could do whatever they want, you know? Yeah. I also feel the hit rows uh, has fallen flat. Ever since their, you know, uh, rap debut right. a couple of weeks ago, they've really having people are not really getting behind them. Uh, a lot of people sitting on their hands when they were out. So I think that by putting them together with someone as hot as the Street Profits, mm-hmm. they'll get the, you know, the rub as like the, yeah. they like to say in the professional wrestling world. Yes. Um, and so it was the four of them versus Ma- uh, Maximum Male Models and Los Lotharios. Um, I, I'm digging the ridiculous uh, uh, gear that uh, Triple M was wearing. Um, I thought that I thought that worked for them. The match was fun. It came down to everybody doing a dive to the outside, mm. and then uh, uh, Top Dollar gonna do one, but Maxine got in the way. And I don't know if you've seen film of that dude on the mm-hmm. Indies. Mm-hmm. He does a full on, not like a like a, a little tope suicida. Like 
he does the full on fly. You know, like when Roman or the Undertaker used to that one where they would like over the top rope, both feet two thirds of the way through the ring and just go flying over the top rope. That big boy, AJ Francis, can do that shit. Mm. I've seen mm-hmm. film of it. It's great, and they're building to it, and they're gonna make whenever when they do it, it's gonna be a big big spot. And I think mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm fine with it. Um, I. I liked it. I, I think that you know you, they got the hit row, got the victory. You got to keep giving those guys victories to keep making them feel more important. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's uh, that's that's cool. As we see later, seems like street profits are also involved in other things. But mm. if they're going to be over there doing that, then they have backup they can call. Which I, I've always kind of liked that um, that factions or friends can be doing something different. But hey, you know what? I know you guys are doing your own thing over there, but we could really use a hand just for tonight. I think there's something there you could like. If you had told me that some random SmackDown is going to be Roman's going to be there that night, and we're going to get Roman, the Usos, and Solo versus Hit Row and the Street Profits, I'd watch the hell out of that match for 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Like that could be a lot of fun. So yeah, there's. There, there is some 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 fun stuff there. Um, Jam Beard says, "Call me weird, but give me Hit Row rapping with Sammy just dancing in the background like he used to do the Nakamura's music." <laughs> I, I think I think we need a, a little bit less less of a Hit Row on the mic, and a little bit more of Hit Row yeah. winning. Give yeah. me more Hit Row winning, yeah. destroying people in the ring. Um, uh, Jam Beard also says, uh, you know who could low-key be a great fit for tri- for Triple M? M-M-M-M-M-M-M? A new version of Boogs. Oh. Because honestly, Boogs just playing the guitar, like that was just... I, I, I'm, I'm a court jester who plays the guitar. Is does not actually... They never actually did anything for me, but I just love the idea of him being just this super ripped male model type would be... Ah, it could be fun. But... When he comes back, looks like he won't be working alongside Max Dupree, who might be L.A. Knight now because he did the digital exclusive that I that I watched. And he seems like he was like, hey, didn't I used to be somebody else? Like it was this weird thing. He was like giving a speech, a talk for like 30 <laughs> seconds and stopped and was like, oh, yeah, and then walked away. And I was like, all right, cool. <clears throat> honestly, he never should have been Max Dupree. That dude is too too good of a, of a of a wrestler, a professional wrestler. Like Eli Drake, mm. L.A. Knight, is a consummate sports entertainer. Like I I think that he's better in the ring than a lot of people will give him credit for. And that dude will talk you into a building. He's got he's so so good at just that 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 kind of oration. He's he's excellent. And I, I'm very excited to see uh, what what he can do as a wrestler again, as opposed to like being a guy who's the head of a male model firm, which never worked. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. Like, what goes through someone's mind? Why would you hire a talent like that, or at least bring him up, right, from NXT, and and put him in that situation? Like, I, it makes no sense. You're paying this person hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know what an excellent asset he is in the ring, and you decide to put him on the stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even like on the stick as like 
he if you if you told me we we like what you do on the stick, but we want to make you a manager of somebody who needs somebody to talk for them. Okay. I would be like, no, I don't like it, but I know it would work for that person he was trying to get over because he's great at talking. But playing the character of a guy who calls himself Max Dupree yeah. is not a serious thing. Like, that's a clown. You've turned this yeah. man into a clown. Yes. And I don't want to see him be a clown. I want to see him be a professional wrestler. So that's that's my whole. You know who plays an amazing uh, uh, manager? Definitely not Smart Mark, but um, <laughs> Stokely. Stokely. Stokely's yes. insane. Yeah. But if like, one thing, be like if you you had Stokely bring him up and like, okay, we want you to be Max Dupree. Oh you got to say God. it like that. <laughs> like what a waste of somebody. Would, like no. That's what he asked for his release. He that's who he thought he was gonna be. <laughs> Javier Martinez says, LA Knight is back, by the way. Watch Digital Exclusive. I did watch it. It's very, very good. Mm. And it also was reported by Fightful Select. Join Fightful Select. Be like 11,000 plus of the uh, of the most uh, intelligent wrestling media consumers in the world today. Join for just $5. We have anniversary billing, which means if you subscribe today on the 9th, you won't get charged again until October 9th. There you go. See that? I just did a Spanish go. commercial. No need yeah. for uh for a check for that. That was a good one. That was just doing it on the head there. <laughs> um uh so Braun Strowman is here to talk, they said. We'll hear from Braun Strowman. He did not. <laughs> We, he didn't say a damn thing. Um, <laughs> he did say those things. He said raw twice. Oh, God. Um, but uh, he... Um, so Gable came out and cut a promo. Uh, and o uh, Otis was with him. And they kept like, oh, look at the size of the tree trunk, Otis. Otis, massive. Is he, is he bigger than he was on Monday? He's so big. And I was like, so Braun Strowman's totally going to do the power slam to Otis, isn't he? I mean, he didn't, but he did something also very impressive. But when they were started putting over how big Otis was, I was like, well, that's your that's yeah. your feat of strength for tonight. Um, but Gable saying that we totally would have won that match, that 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 match on Monday. We were totally in position to win. And then he came out and ruined it. And we don't like him. Uh, shoosh. And uh, but Gable also did some fantastic healing on, on Seattle. Um, what it's, like, um, we, we are. We are we are consummate athletes or whatever, but this is a town that wouldn't know anything about that. He's so good. He's so good at what he does. Um, but then Braun came out and and Braun Braun uh it, it, he's he's got a new look since he went away. He came back and he's got a he's got a brand new look now. And I don't know if you if you've noticed, but I I think he's been he's been in a Loverboy cover band because those are absolutely the pants that he's wearing. <laughs> those are the pants that he's wearing now, and I just I feel like it doesn't it doesn't look like the old brawn anymore. But I mean, it's, it's not. I'm not. You, casting, you, I'm not, you gotta control your narrative, bro. That's yeah, all that I, is. Yeah, I, I, listen, he's 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 controlling his. Uh, but his pants. But like, listen. Uh, but they're they're all like <laughs> he took like a razor to the thighs, or they get the ripped. Th is he supposed to be like the Hulk or something? Like he got oh, so big, man. his pants ripped. Um, this was funny. Um, because it was just like him, like they they showed like 
you know, Otis trying to get get on him, and then he uh, able to get rid of uh, Gable, and he did the jackknife power bomb on um on old, uh, uh, on that's old Otis. Right. That makes sense. He's NWO Wolfpack Kevin Nash. Yeah, with the got, red he's got, pants. He's got the red pants now. He's, he's jackknife doing... power bomb. It's you. It's, damn it. It's perfect. It's, it, it, I, I, I didn't make the connection until right now because he's got the pants and he's got Damn the new powerbomb. Like, I don't know if it was because it was Otis, but I love that it was like, lift you up just as barely as I have to and then I'll drop you. Because that was, the, I, I loved Kevin Nash with the lazy ass powerbomb. Like, huh, I'll walk huh. away now. Like, was, and even in the video games that he did that, which was did, even funnier. Which I loved it. Like if you, you could give, that you had to at WCW NWO Revenge. Yes. Nash had his own power bomb. Yeah. And like you could give that power bomb to somebody else, but no, it was Nash's power bomb where he lifted him up the bare minimum and then just let go. <laughs> he didn't draw, he didn't throw them at the ground. He just let go. And uh and I thought that it was it just felt so good for oh, him to do that. God. It made a lot of sense. I like Can that. I say that I know maybe there's a lot of fans of Braun out there. I don't know if this is true or whatever i'm speculating but to me he's just so one-dimensional comes in kills and leaves like they he has no character he he, i understand they're building him as an attraction which is great but even but even brock lesnar who was an attraction Uh suddenly became a megastar with with a voice and a character behind him but this braun man he's still the same braun they brought him in he flipped a car over last monday night He's still doing the same thing. Very one-dimensional. They need to do something with him because I yawned. He goes rawr, and I go mm-hmm. when he comes out. Mm-hmm. That's just well, me. He's, Sorry, no longer, he's no longer the monster among men. Now he's the monster <laughs> of all monsters. So he's he's upgraded there. Um, I will say this. Um, uh, five and a half years ago, he was the hottest thing in all of wrestling. And people don't like who weren't there at the time. They will say, ah, that's bullshit. No, 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 no. They're, like that night where he murdered Roman Reigns by Roman Reigns, he had he'd already beaten Roman Reigns half to death. And they strapped him to a gurney. And then he ran with that yeah. gurney in front of him and flinged it off the end of a loading dock. And they put Roman Reigns into the ambulance. And yeah. then he ripped open the door of the ambulance, said, I'm not finished with you. And he beat up Roman Reigns some more. Then he closed the door back on Roman Reigns. And then he tipped over the ambulance. Yes. And I swear to God, the, the, the live crowd was losing their minds cheering. Thank you, Strowman. Well, they because also, the that wasn't, before, yes. The week before, Roman had uh, beaten The Undertaker at Mania. And then came out the next day and says, my yard now. Yeah. And all that booze. It was the perfect time to build this new monster baby yeah. face who was going to crush Roman Reigns, the guy we all hated. And what did they do with it? They used it to get over Roman Reigns as an underdog yes. again, which yes. ruined the whole thing. They finally gave Braun his one-on-one match with Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar won with one F5. Yep. Brock Lesnar never beat anybody with one F5 at the time. But no, nah, it's fine. Um, they ruined everything, but it was like, there was a moment where they had the potential to make this guy into a household name, surefire mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. All, and, and by the time they finally put the big title on him, 
He was ruined already because you made yeah. him the, the tag champs with a nine-year-old. Yeah. Like it was yeah. done. Yeah. That, that's the WWE way, though. You know, first of all, you know, they, they even had the ambulance toy with him, which was great. They were really pushing him. Everyone hated Roman because nobody wanted to hear babyface Roman at all. So that made it even that much better and that much special, right? Now Roman's a god. You know, he can do no wrong. He comes out as a heel and he's being cheered. So, you know, you you said it correctly, but he's still, to me, very one-dimensional. Even in yeah. uh, oh, Create sure. Your Narrative, he was yeah. zero-dimensional there because they were just creating these weird-ass vignettes of, like, <laughs> him talking trash on everyone. No, that's fine. Um, oh, oh uh, by the way, and, and, and this Braun was pretty good, too, right here. Actually... Right. That was the worst version of Braun. This is my that favorite poor guy Braun. Didn't know what the hell he was doing. He didn't talk. He didn't look at anyone. He wore a mask. <laughs> I'll never forget the first time he took off that mask, and I was like, "Oh, oh no! You can never, you can never have him do that again," because it, did, it didn't didn't look right. It didn't look right. Um, he had the great voice for it, but he did not have the. It was because like when he when he had all that extra weight on him, Dude. his face didn't fill out. It was just like this. His his eyes were here. And his nose was here, and his mouth was here, and his face was this big, and it didn't didn't work out for him. Um, oh, but anyway, um, uh, we get uh, Corey David saying Braun is just Psycho Sid, 1996, without the fist. Oh shoot, damn, yeah. Um, we we got uh, Drew McIntyre cutting a promo on Solo Sokoa for ruining the greatest day of his life, and um, <laughs> listen. Here we go. I can't wait. It it would make a lot more sense for him to say this and to be this angry if we didn't watch him and Tyson Fury inexplicably lead a serenade of the entire audience in American Pie by Don McLean. Now, I know that's a thing that Tyson Fury does when he wins matches, but Drew had just lost. And also, that wasn't ever supposed to be broadcast to any of us to see it. D do you know Sweet Caroline? <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> but do you know? I'm like, what is happening? First of all, if, uh, you guys know I, I produce uh, Wrestling with Freddie. And, um, you know, he said it. This is not me, like, you know, saying any backstage information or anything like that. But he said it this past Wednesday on the podcast. He said, hey, you know, he still has a lot of insiders. And he's like, none of that was supposed to make it to live TV at that second, I'm I texted one of my friends. He's like, "Hey, what's happening?" He goes, "Oh yeah, nobody called to cut." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, wow, man, that's so so bad." Isn't that uh, awesome? Like, when 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 Drew was like, "Are we even still on the air?" I don't yeah. know what's going on. I was like, "Oh no, we're still on the air, buddy." Yeah, and yeah. You're you're ruining everything. Yeah. Nobody believes that you're upset. No. Um. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, anyway, bad one. Jim Beard says at the time, Braun as a heel in 2017 could have been as over as the giant one in his early run in WCW. Instead, uh, they gave us joke WWE big show. Yeah, it was, it was not, it was not good. Um, and how many times they broke, they did the broken ring segment. This ring has been reinforced seven times over. (laughs) That was weird. Uh, They don't talk like that. They don't have anybody British on the thing. Um, but, uh, we did get our Drew versus Solo match. The Solo got pumped up backstage by his brothers and Sammy. Mm, They're mm. all going to be out there for him. They're all running interference. Mm. Um, Solo's holding his own against Drew. Like he looks like 
like a guy who can stand toe to toe with Drew. You watch him, and I was saying this before, mm-hmm. like, is I, I was like, I couldn't remember. I was like, what was the name of the tag team they put his dad in with the other Samoan guy, not Yokozuna, who was also who was Samoan, but they said he was Japanese. But they were <laughs> the three of them together were the Samoan SWAT team. And then they they signed oh, all three of yes. them, and they split off Yokozuna to be Yokozuna, and they had Fatu and I can't remember the other guy's name, but I don't remember what was the name no, of the it, tag team they it were. It wasn't. In. They said the head shrinkers, and I looked it up, and they were the head shrinkers. Yeah, which even in 1992 is beyond racist. Like so like, not, crazy. Like like some like Samoan savages or whatever will be oh worse. my like, god they literally shrink heads they're cannibals because they come from an island way over there in the south pacific obviously okay oh anyway. my god young small agile fatu was a revelation he kept on putting on weight putting on weight putting on weight and in like eight years he was rikishi where he couldn't do all the stuff he used to do yeah. but when he was young like he was awesome, and that's who Solo Sokoa is. That's yeah. who this guy is. He's he's young Rikishi. Look it up. That guy was awesome in the oh, early nineties. So good. Yeah, it was some really, really, really good stuff. Young um, Umaga as well. Samu and Fatu. That's what it was. Yeah. Samu young, and Fatu. Young Umaga was was agile yeah. like that too. Umaga yes, yeah. Umaga was a beast in the ring. Yeah, Umaga. I think like has some had some size on on Solo. But Solo's got some agility on Umaga. Yes. Like there's, yeah, a, there's yeah, an interesting yeah. like little pairing there. But I, yeah. uh, I think that that he's perfect for it. I love that they're like that he's still got the same look that he had in NXT. I love him like standing yeah. out from his brothers because they could have changed that. Yeah. Um, and I, he's he's wearing the black and red now, which is which is the the official colors of the bloodline, which I think is cool. Um, so uh, the. The bloodline attacks Drew because Sammy's got the ref looked and, and Michael Cole's like, "What are you doing, ref? Look over there! Stop paying attention to that idiot, Sammy! And look over there!" He's so angry about it. And then <sighs> um, uh, uh, we get we get the street prophets running out to to to, to save Drew. Um, so now here we go. Like, there's this is some more stuff. Street prophets still keeping up this thing with. Um, with the Usos, brief tangent before we go on to the ending of this thing and I go apoplectic. Um, <laughs> brief tangent, next week on SmackDown, there is another fatal four-way um, tag team number one contenders match. The one that was ruined on Raw by Braun Strowman. Mm. It's the same four teams, right? I'm not making that up. It's the same four teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked Sean to look into this. He doesn't know. What what's up with the Viking Raiders? Or was one of them dinged up? Like they it's, won yeah. the feud with the New Day, but the New Day was in the the match on on yes. on Monday, and right. New Day like is in a completely different the same people are in it, but a completely different number one contenders match on Friday. Where are the Viking Raiders? Because like they they look like the kind of team that should be like, oh, you guys murdered, you guys. <laughs> Murdered the Viking Ra- the, the, you murdered the New Day on a Viking boat. You guys get the number one contendership, or at least you get to be in the number one contendership match over the guys who you murdered. That's weird. Um, but so it looks like the Street Profits are probably going to win that match because they're igniting something with the Usos. 
and it doesn't it would feel weird if they didn't win the the number one contenders match to, to build off of that but i feel like we just saw them have a really extended feud with the usos and i don't want to see it again i mean it was good but there are yeah. other teams yeah I don't know what's um and it's not like they're they're short of people. Um right. they got plenty of like someone just mentioned the dirty dogs are in there as well. Like just there's just <laughs> you could throw anyone together now in this damn show and put them as a tag team. Sure, you could you know, it's just weird that the Viking Raiders just disappeared off the face of the earth. And I don't know what happened there. Maybe someone's dinged up. I don't know. We need know. the inside scoop, Alex. We do, we do. Um, so they they were able to get rid of the the Usos and Sammy, um, and Drew hits a claymore on Sosakoa, which knocks him out of the uh, which knocks him out of the ring, and then he is attacked from behind by Karrion Cross. Mm. And if you weren't sure that it was Karrion Cross who did it, <laughs> they helped you out because. Because the feed went black and white. And I like, mm. is that what his sorceress wife does? Is she's able to control the color scheme on the broadcast? Because that doesn't make a lot of sense to me that like carrying crosses here, it's black and white now, is frigging nonsense. Like that's nonsense. Don't, that's dumb. She removes all saturation off the television set. That must be it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. What are they doing? See, like they have these, and and we've you know I've, I've <laughs> again it's 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 no um it's no surprise. Carrion was not supposed to be in this federation; he was supposed to be in another one, and obviously he's here now in WWE. And I thought that they would bring him back and be that badass Carrion Cross that he was, without the sorcery and the sports entertainment behind it. But unfortunately, <clears throat> you know, I understand like they're, what they're going for, like the whole aesthetic and motif there, you know, little little uh, filmmaking word there, you know, with with what they're trying to do. But God, like it came off. Listen, and you guys know this. I got the corny moment of the week right here with Kate whenever I'm on. Go. This, my friends, was the yeah. corny moment of the week. Triple H. Yeah. You're supposed to be this badass legend who was in the DX. Give us what we want. Give us good fights, good storylines, <clears throat> you know, and sprinkle your your maximum male models here and there. But leave it out of this. That came across. That kind of ruined the ending, dude. Um. Yeah. Uh. Here's Bad Jim Beard says, "Green <laughs> Sin City can only be in black, white with one thing of color." Now. If they had the capability of doing this, they'd have to do it in post. But honestly, if all of his backstage promos were, were shot like that, where like her eyes are a brilliant blue or her lips are scarlet red, no pun intended, but everything else is black and white, that would be actually kind of a cool aesthetic yes. for his pre-taped promos. Not whenever he appears on screen in the ring. Is this, holy shit, we haven't seen him... We only have that thing versus Drew Gulak. That's fine. I was like, we're not going to do the thing like what we did with like where the Fiend wrestled and all the lights had to be red. Uh, we're not going to do the thing like whenever he has a match, everything's filmed in black and white. We're not going to do that, right? That's not oh a thing we're going to do, right? Like, there's okay. only one. There's only one time 
than black and white work, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And if you're old enough to have lived through those moments, mm -hmm. you, my friends, are yeah. true pro wrestling fans. Because yep. whenever the NWO mm -hmm. invaded an arena mm -hmm. and you had that guitar riff playing mm -hmm. and the black and white, mm -hmm. that was aesthetically pleasing and right way to use it. Right. And also, in storyline, they were basically in charge of the broadcast. Yes. Like Eric Bischoff was run with them. He ran the broadcast. So he got to say, hey, make sure when we come out, turn it to black and white. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. It's not like, hey, my wife went to magic <laughs> magician school for a semester. She could conjure things with her mind. That's not a thing. You know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah. sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. Um, so yeah, so so the, the the thing ends with the actual like black and white shot fading to black, and we still hear Michael Cole going, "Oh no, my my Drew McIntyre's his he's fading to black as they actually fade it to black." It's a little on the nose, a little on the nose, a little heavy handed, but all right, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, corny moment of the week. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Uh, Bobby Fish used to wrestle in black and white in 1907. Well, that was because that was the style of film they had. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, so a uh, few more things here about uh, WWE, and then we will get on um, to uh, uh, Rampage. Hey, dubs. Um, uh, Corey David says, who would have been perfect for a, a MMM is Rico. Well, I guess if you want to oh go my back God. that far, sure. Wow. Yeah, Rico would have been great for it. Yeah. Um, uh, Jam Beard saying, I could see Braun ruining the four-way again mm. on Friday. And although the Raiders should be in it, if it keeps them from being smashed by Braun, then it's all good. If he injures literally everybody else in the tag division and the Viking Raiders are the only ones available, like, um, you guys want the title shot? I guess so. But, like, it's a, it's a, it is a weird thing overall. Here's what I thought they were going to do. Um with Braun in his first match. Roar! <laughs> I thought they were going to have him versus Omos. Ooh. And like, because Omos is done. Who cares about yeah, Omos? He, he's kind he of is over. Done. He's You're kind right. of like, what I mean over, I mean like he's gone and done, done and nobody yeah. cares about him. You're right. But if you, could, if you could give him like a big squash match or something versus somebody that we also like, and then have Braun challenge him. You're the big guy here. Well, I'm back. And now I'm taking you on. And Omos is like, fine, sure, we'll we'll do this. Well, actually, he won't say anything. MVPs will say, you know, you can do that. And then they can build hype for Braun versus Omos and have Braun beat Omos in like a minute and a half. Because, honestly, I don't want to see any longer than that. And that proves that Braun is back and he's ready to beat up big guys. But you have to reinforce the ring because they have two have to, monsters that you have to reinforce the ring. And then I'll raise you one over Rico. We bring back Kiwi and... uh he joins in the fun. If you guys are old WCW fans, Kiwi was uh, original in WCW. We should bring him back, too, if we're going to bring back Rico. Yeah. Uh, Brent Lockman says, uh, Cinetographomancy. Cine oh, my God. Wow. I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, uh, well, Luis is here. Um, <laughs> um well, now see, like I, I don't know, man. I don't think. Ooh. I don't, mm. I don't think their their problem is mic time. Like they have oh, their own right. thing. 
they need a they need I mean like they need somebody who's the leader. I don't think they do, but people will seem like they need somebody who's like the leader of the group. But um, I just think I kind of like them just doing their own thing. Like I, I it it kind of works for me. Does um, Omas does Omas? But I don't. But I don't need them to be the top of the card. They can just be like upper mid card heel, yes. like upper mid tag tag team. Like if you were like, well, they don't work. They don't. They, they can't. They can't. I mean, they can't work without a without a guy to lead them. Well, sure. If you want to push that guy to the top of the card, right, fine. Yeah. Like just let them be a tag team. Like they're yes. they're fun enough as a tag team. Do you bring um, Omas into that type of tag team, into Hit Row as their as their as their heavy or as their um, what do you call it? What, what did he used to do a Raw Underground? He was a bouncer. The bouncer. Yeah, he just stands he, in he front of the truck at the, at the hip hop club. Um, uh, uh, Luis says that uh, Braun should hit an avalanche power bomb on Omas <laughs> and break the ring. Kate says mm. no. I say yes. Um, okay, and, then, but, and Jam Beard says, what if it was Champa all along that got Loomis to attack Miz? Champa asked Johnny for the favor, because that's his son-in-law. That's his son-in-law, yeah. You know? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It would explain why Champa is like, what are you talking about? Somebody in the, in the, in the audience? I didn't see them. Everyone else in the world saw him, but oh, Champa didn't. Yeah. So that would explain it, but I don't know if that's what they're going to do. Um, You're giving WWE too much credit. Yeah. Um, now this is me giving AEW no credit at all. Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen is a match that uh, <laughs> happened on my television screen, and I hated every second of it. And um, listen, I don't care who won. Sammy Guevara did. I don't care who won as long as they lose to John Moxley. Yeah, that's all I care about. John Moxley is professional wrestling to me in this moment. He is is what professional wrestling can be. He is AEW. The, yes. The the the, uh, the the promo he cut after what MJF did, um, at, after what what happened with 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 uh, with CM Punk and the Bucks and everything and, and Kenny, everything going on backstage. Him coming out and saying, "I am AEW. I love this place. Uh, yeah. This is where you go for professional wrestling. This place is sacred to me. I'm not going to let anything happen to it. I'm like, we're gonna. This is mm. going to be good. Mm. So." Him saying all that after what MJF did, who MJF is, it seems like they're setting up the very obvious story, which I hope is what they're actually doing because it works so well. Mm. The guy who is AEW wins this tournament, John Moxley, mm -hmm. and he's the champion, and MJF is the anti-AEW. Hates this place. All the guys who he, who we, I assume he paid Stokely to go and recruit for him. All those guys hate this place. MJF is just here. He didn't sign an extension, but he's getting paid a buttload of money. He's he want he said I want to take this title and I'm going to take it to an actual wrestling company in 2024. Like that is the overarching story of the next year is the guy who is AEW versus the guy who is the anti-AEW. Mm -hmm. And there can be stuff along the way, but that is the story they set up. So I feel like the first chapter of that is Moxley wins the champion championship by winning this tournament, and then MJF steals the title from him with the way he would with cashing in his chip, chip or whatever, yeah. and he's able to, to, to get that thing. And then 
Mox can go on his vacation. He can go on an extended vacation because he's selling the beatdown that he gets from seven guys. And then when he finally comes back, you reignite that story after it's been MJF running roughshod over the entire company in Mox's absence for like two, three months. There's a really great story there that leads through this whole thing. And everyone's like, Danielson should win. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it if Danielson won this thing. I wouldn't. But the story you set up, which is so pure and simple and beautiful, is guy who is at AEW versus the guy who is the anti-AEW. It's right there. It's gift wrapped. It's a beautifully written story. Really great story. Yeah. But they might, you know, who knows? They might have Sammy Guevara in the whole thing. You never know. Oh, God, stop. No, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Spanish uh, ass. Um, listen, first of all, I agree with you 100%. It's gonna, and have you did you notice that commercial that they ran uh during Rampage with uh Chris Jericho? Um, let me tell you something Chris Jericho and Mox are running this company right now. Yeah, I'm they are, they are the top two leaders right yep. now, as is, and rightfully so. And they should be grooming MJF. Uh, to kind of take that leadership role as he gets older and wiser and deeper into the company. Um, I, I definitely think that this is the way to go right now, man. I 100% believe that if they do that, you what was what, what pay-per-view comes before All In in May? Uh, I forget. But anyway, you have something, you have Mox come in after the, the, the holidays to have that big match at a pay-per-view. Because listen, there's something that AEW does right. They do payoff matches mm-hmm. at pay-per-views you don't see them again yeah i mean it's just it's a it it is a this match was fine uh the one the one thing i loved the most was uh sammy gavar hitting a cutter on um uh countering that suicide dive by by darby i thought that was great um uh the anna jas i'm contractually obligated to call her that um uh got involved distracted the ref uh which allowed them to get the the drop on darby and then hit the gth on darby and got the pinfall sammy wins moves on to face mox on the opening match on dynamite this week Mm. um and then we have presumably the main event is jericho versus uh danielson Mm -hmm. um and as you said the two guys who are running this company are jericho and moxley right now so that's that's my prediction for the mm. finals of the tournament because I just feel like that's where they're going. I, I would love to see Danielson versus Moxley again, but I feel like where they're going is um, is a, 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 a Jericho and Danielson rehash of whatever happened last week at, at, at the pay-per-view, and then Garcia tries to get involved to help his hero – but fails. Yes. Something somehow Jericho wins anyway. And and then, you know, there that is what propels him forward. Now Moxley will beat Jericho. Moxley will become champion. And we get the Moxley versus MJF thing. But if you told me Danielson's beating Jericho and then Danielson's gonna beat Moxley in the finals, mm. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Mm. It's just not this amazing story you've set up with Moxley versus MJF. That's all. Yeah. And then you start seeing um you you have a story with you know the two dads fighting over their son Daniel Garcia. You have that storyline continues yeah. to build as the B story 
you know, which again, it's another thing AEW does well. They they build their B stories. They give people enough time to go away, heal, and come back. Like right. you know, obviously, besides all the other wrong things they've been doing. But yeah, I mean, I love that. I love that idea. I, I think that one of your marquee matches at, at full gear is Jericho versus Garcia. Oh man! Like as as oh. Gar- Garcia wants out of the JAS, and Jericho says, "You can't until you beat me. If I beat you, you have to stay in here forever." And if you can beat me, then you can leave. Um, and that's that's your full gear match oh, for those two. Um, which bumped. is why I think Jericho wins. So she gets to so he he goes to Grand Slam, and that's when maybe Garcia prevents the other members of the JAS from helping yeah. Jericho. Like maybe that's it. He doesn't help Moxley because Moxley doesn't need his help. He just prevents all the other members of JAS from 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 screwing Ooh, it over. I think that's something like that. Yeah, you know, the next couple of weeks for AEW are huge because they're here in the tri-state area. So, you know, they got to put their best foot forward. And then you have, you know, what is it, November 9th or whatever it is, November, whatever it is, they're going to be here the Saturday. They're going to be here in uh, in Jersey uh, for the Um, pay-per-view. That's going to be huge, man. They're going to sell that place out. They're going to sell that place out. And they're going to need a big match like that to kind of uh, uh, push it. Yes. Uh, Ricardo the Wizard says, hashtag Mox is my champ. I love that guy right now, man. He's, he's, he's everything that I like about wrestling. You can uh, tell he's that, one of them that even if uh, the old the old E was mm-hmm. trying to get into his DMs, he's yeah. probably saying, go F yourself. Huh. Um, Jam Beard says, Anna in JAS is just like my recently rebroken front tooth. It just doesn't feel right. She's so out of place. She's nothing like Julia Hart. It doesn't. I mean, I, I, I guess I get it, but like, I, it makes sense. Like her turning to help Ty because they were friends. That I guess that makes sense. But in I, the group, she doesn't make sense. I think to help Ty is one thing, but to be, yeah, JS material, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, there's a video vignette from MJF. He's stupid over and su- super oh. amazing. And like the, the way that he held that crowd, the palm of his hand when he was obviously faking them out as a baby face was so great. Like, no, not nobody in Buffalo even thinks Josh Allen is the greatest quarterback of all time, but he comes out there wearing a Josh oh Allen jersey and says he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, that's <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, everything about it was so good. It's like, I mean, just the way he did it, though, it proves that one day, they, his entire character for months at a stretch could be the guy who is good-naturedly making fun of the audience and they love him for it. An insult comic. Yeah. Like, that's his whole thing. Like, I, I wanna, I'm want i going to bring up the giant stinky elephant in the room. Uh, not, not you, ma'am. Um, just kidding, sweetheart. You know I love you. Maybe yeah, you know, me, me. like that was that was amazing. The whole audience loved oh, it. You could tell, like that was so God. good. It's like that one point. Was like, listen now, now bear with me. Come, hey, shut up, shut up, guys. I only have so much time. Jesus, like the way that he just and they all laughed and they were all on board with it. He like had he him could here. Really make Don Rickles into a, a a a wrestling gimmick, and it would totally work. Like the whole thing was like. There was a man, a Jewish man, years ago who took his people and opened part of the Red Sea and led them to victory. I'm not saying I'm Moses. That would be ridiculous. I'm better than Moses. The entire crowd erupts. Like, he's he's just so good at this. And that might have been the most 
fun I've ever had watching watching a, a heel like obviously fuck with us. And that was so much fun. It was so good. Um, but I also loved how all it took was Moxley going like, you're so full of shit. I know. Him going, him going, I know. You're right. I am. You're right. I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could have tried to like keep it going for the rest of that promo for a couple of weeks. Doesn't need to. But, Dude, but it, it, man, it's oh, so good. The chemistry was effing fire. The minute those two were in the ring together, you can feel something special about to happen. The veteran Mox really looking out for the young start, you know, MJF. Not, you know, I know he's been around for a while, but like, you know, they're building him to be a mega star here on the company. Okay. So when you, you're right, when he said you're full of crap, you know, they just, they clicked like this sparks, yeah. fireworks everywhere. So good. so good. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Benny Myers uh, says TK needs to hire Alex as a full-time booker. I'm available for that, for that particular role. I'll yeah, do it. Being uh, like, like, would you ever want to like be a part uh, like on the creative team of WWE? No. But if you want to hire me as your full-time booker, Cody yeah. Khan, I'm all about it. Um, all in. Uh, yeah. Uh, so no, I, I, uh, yeah, uh, there's, um, there's some, there's some interesting things here. Now, Ronald Hollick says, could the story be Danielson winning the tournament of the champions in defeating all the opponents he lost to in 2022 with hangman Jericho and Moxley and becoming the AW champion at grand slam? Sure. And if that's what you want to do, if that's how you want to get Danielson, his reign as AEW champion, because mm. I think we all think he's going to have one at least while he's here, then that's fine. And I won't argue with you. That's fine. It's not. In no way is it Moxley coming out and saying, I am AEW, and I'm going to get rid of you, the guy who hates this place, who is anti-AEW. That, to me, in my mind, is by far the better story. But I love Danielson. I love I love him as champion. But I think the bigger story is because whoever wins this top, this championship is holding on to it for a maximum of three months. Yeah. Because if it's if it, if it doesn't happen at Grand Slam, if it doesn't happen at Full Gear, it's happening at Winter is Coming, which is happening in in Nassau, uh, Nassau County, in oh, in Long Island. Oh my God. So. Like if you want, if you say I want Danielson to be champ, that's great. You just have to know if Danielson is champ, he's losing that by December. And if you say, but but you want him to have a really long reign, then you don't want him to be champ right now because MJF is taking that title. When he cashes in that chip, he's not losing that title. Like they they know what they have in him, and they're going to they're they're going to make it work. Yeah, and outside outside of the uh, the injury bugs, um, yeah. we've never seen a short term champion in AEW. Right. Um, everyone's always held it for a long time. So this could this could be this could be a big one, guys, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. This is a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a good way to kind of hide everything that's been happening backstage. It is big it is. time. Um, Jim Beard says, Great. Now I think of MJF as triumph the income insult comic dog. <laughs> that's true. Um, for me to poop on. <laughs> Bad Jim Beard says, uh, better yet, uh better yet, uh, MJF is Ed the sock. Oh my God! Um, Ricardo the Wizard says Danielson will be the first work rate champ. Um, I don't know, man. Like Paige was having some 
fucking bangers every time he went out there to defend that championship. Like that match he had with with Archer, low key was really really oh, good. Shit. Where is like, Archer? Archer's Archer. Like he's out there doing whatever he's gonna do. He's maybe healing up. I don't know. He's old now, but like I was the idea that you could bring him back, have him choke slam one dude, and be like, "I want a title match," and let us give it to him, and then he'll Roar. lose it, but it'll be a great match. Yeah, he's basically he's yes. he's. He is. <laughs> He's the murder brawn. He comes out in red pants. Lance Archer. <laughs> hey, how did, so what happens when you have two BCC, CCC, CC members face each other with, well, I mean, you know, yeah. with, you we, have we Danielson and Mox. Danielson, that, like, that's that's great because I, but I, but they've also like talked about like, I mean, we, you didn't, you to have a, a match with somebody after he joined the thing. I don't know, but like, um, I think there's there's something there that that is, um, I mean, personally, I don't think that we actually have that problem because I think we're gonna get Jericho versus Mox. But if you have that match, then then you have um, nobody at ringside. Claudio and and Yuta are backstage. Regal will be on commentary, so it'll be great. Um, and and then you just have that match, and you have, you have two brothers match. fight it out. Two brothers, yeah. two brothers beat the shit out of each other, right, and absolutely. then they go back and, and have a beer together. The, the, if 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 that's way way it comes out, the the little the promo in ring promo battle that they have is going to be great because they'll talk like because because here's the thing, each guy knows how good the other guy is, and we'll say it because they're on the same team. They won't be like you suck. They'll be like no no like you're like you know like 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 like. Danielson be like, you go out there and you try to murder people, <laughs> and I like that about you. <laughs> and uh, and 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 Mox will say, you go out there and you're the greatest technical wrestler that's ever lived, and I could never do that. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Like, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of ways of the technician it. versus the brawler, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's it's a it's it's a great match that, that that will absolutely happen again before they both leave. I just don't think it's happening in this particular tournament. TK That's at this point has a TK has a good problem in his hands. Yeah, he does. When it comes to these matches. He really does. Um, uh, so we got <laughs> we got uh, uh, Samoa Joe mm. promo. Good to see um, him back. And I I miss Samoa Joe. Me like, too. The, the 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 TV titles over for business, and then the guy that you love the most, uh, Mark Sterling, comes out. And uh, and he uh, he cuts a promo about yeah that's funny you've been gone forever my guys have been here losing matches every week and they deserve a title match like did we just see Tony Meadies get his ass handed to him by Wardlow in a minute and a half? Knees um, has not- more abs than matches you've had. Yes, um, the uh, but that's not the guy he's getting. Josh Woods is the guy who's getting it, and Josh mm. Woods is a former ROH mm-hmm. pure title holder. This is a, this is going to be a great match on Rampage next week. Um, uh, I, I have missed Samoa Joe. The one thing that I've missed is that is, is when he just comes to the ring and just eviscerates somebody for like five straight minutes. We'll, we'll get there. I'm sure we're going to have one of those, but, um, but I, I love, um, I love Joe. And, and also I have, I am under no illusion that Joe's going to have like an 11 month reign with this championship. So if, if ROH is actually around the corner in any way, and honestly, it will do a lot to legitimize all this bullshit that Mark Sterling keeps cranking out every time he opens his mouth. If one of his guys, Josh Woods were to beat Samoa Joe for the ROH TV title, that gives his whole faction some legitimacy. So if you told me that next week on rampage, 
we're gonna have a shock title title change i would be like honestly it's not a terrible idea i love samoa joe but he doesn't need to have the title to be samoa joe right you know what i mean like that title would elevate josh woods samoa joe is going to be an all-time legend with or without the roh tv title but it should be a great match nevertheless yeah I, i oh my god give me joe in any type of match you know and i god they need you know obviously they're still doing a lot of kinks for the for those of you who don't know obviously uh warner brothers discoveries is trying to find their niche and find themselves and you know they've been cutting a lot of movies tv shows and everything sizing down for what's coming in the fourth quarter so they're not going to add ring of honor just yet because they are doing their cuts for the fourth quarter so on the first quarter of next year you might see Ring of Honor actually come to life. And if it does, man, again, TK has a good problem in his freaking hands, man. Samoa Joe, Claudio, et cetera, et cetera. Josh was like all these guys mm-hmm. that are going to be amazing in front of the television set, bro. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's there's so many good things you can do there. Um, <clears throat> here's something good. Miro cut a promo. Brett Lockman says, Joe and Miro on screen within the same two minutes, but not feuding. This is sadness. We'll get there. We'll get Joe and Miro, I think, eventually. But my God. Uh, Miro cut a promo. Um, those of you who watched my uh, solo all-out review on Five Select last week uh, know that I got a little upset uh, when Darby Allen pinned Malachi Black instead of Miro pinning Malachi Black. Uh, Malachi Black is going to go away for a while. Then the guy who gets the rub from from pinning him should be the guy who Malachi Black tried to like corrupt with his you know crazy you know blackness juice like <laughs> Miro is the guy who gets the most out of that because he's the dude who want Darby was along for the ride like Miro is the dude who gets that thing so yeah. in this promo like Miro I wanted Miro to be like Darby you 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 pinned the the uh, the devil before I could get to him. You let him slip away or whatever, um, uh, because he wouldn't have pinned him with the seatbelt. He would have like torn him limb from limb if he could get his hands on him. And that's what he wanted to do. If you're going to send away Malachi Black, the devil gets to slink away. No 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 no. I'm going to send him down to hell forever, like that kind of a thing. But I love that he's also that he turns around on God. Says, he did. You are a fraud. You you tried to get rid of me, but you could not get. This is maybe I am not your champion. Like he says, um, he says, uh, uh, you will belt the redeemer, or you will feel my wrath. Like God, it's just so great. Like uh, like ah. Uh. All and we all, all like, we all know God doesn't have a good record in wrestling, as you can tell. No, uh, no. Vince McMahon did beat God. In a uh, WWE match. So now that he's making his return, God is all elite. Um, by the way, someone please make that and put it up on Twitter so I can share it. God is all elite. Just a spotlight. Um, yeah, so, yo, the Redeemer, man. Something's missing. And I think is the fact that he's just not getting the television time that I would like yeah. him to have. Like, he, he came back. He had his qualifying match where he beat Ethan Page, and then he got onto the finals in in Forbidden Door, and in Forbidden Door he got the mist in his face. That was at the end of June. I don't think he's had a match. 
like he's been like getting involved and like the storyline progressed with Malachi Black, but we haven't had a match. Miro hasn't had a match on like television, not at a pay-per-view since like early June and we're in early September. That's far too long. That man should be wrestling all the time. All the time. Like all the time. He's so, so good. And listen, he's also scary as hell. Yes. And I think, I think, I think, I think God should be worried. I think God should want to like disappear where nobody can find him. And I think that we have a service that will help God do just that. NordVPN.com slash FIFO brings you the fastest VPN in the world, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, and online threat protection. That blocks you against malware, annoying pop-up ads, and so much more. And they have several tiers for you. That way you can get what you want. You can get four months free and a 30-day money-back guarantee with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Maybe you want to order UFC pay-per-views but don't want to spend so much money. Maybe you miss AEW Plus or WWE Network or something like that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to change your virtual location with just one click and gain access to those things. Get that geo-blocked content. Make sure you browse safely and securely. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes your browsing experience and just your life experience much more versatile. Four months free and a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Um, Also, ladies and gentlemen, please, while you're here with us tonight, leave a thumbs up on this amazing broadcast brought to you by... Alex, the OG Alex, and me, fake Alex, mirror mm-hmm. Alex, mm-hmm. Uh, and soon my only fans. But yes, make sure you leave a, a, a thumbs up on here on the video. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry, Alex. Go ahead. I just want to throw okay. that in there. Um, uh, Bald Metal Dave says Miro versus God are one of the feuds of the year. All hail mm. the Redeemer. This has, been, this has been going on for a mm. while. Um, here's the deal. There's no reason to me. Like, I get it. People like Darby, whatever. Miro says I should be in this tournament because I deserve gold. I will get my gold. You will you will belt the Redeemer. You will feel my wrath. But there's a perfect opportunity to have Miro in the first round against Sammy Guevara. The guy who took the title from him a year ago is the guy who like he would be able to beat in the first round of this tournament. And it's a it's a Sammy now that everybody hates. So getting like watching Miro destroy Sammy would be cathartic for the audience. They'd love it. It'd be really fun. And then you get Miro versus Moxley, which like I'm sure we saw Ambrose versus Rusev at some point, but it's not Miro versus Moxley. It's not this Moxley and it's not this Miro. Those two dudes in the second round of this tournament where Moxley has to be all elite wrestling to just to make it through this thing to somehow get past the brute this guy like who can't be beaten Miro is really interesting and honestly if you wanted to say to me who's the guy who gets the rub from beating this version of Moxley Miro would be a pretty good choice for that so that's I mean to me like that's a no-brainer to put him in the tournament versus Sammy uh, and then versus Moxley and perhaps then versus Jericho or Danielson like there's some really cool stuff there, but I, he's he's so good. You, you could even throw Miro up against the television Ring of Honor champion yeah. and have a 
banger of a match oh, there. Yeah. yeah. That might be something that we that we think. I mean, if you said to me, uh, we don't have enough room for Miro at the top of All, all Elite Wrestling. However, mm. ROH is getting a, t- a TV deal at some point. Mm. What if the guy who takes the ROH title off of Claudio Ooh. is Miro? And what if he holds it for like 14 months and he defends it all the time? <sighs> Because, like, God, send me your worst. And every time somebody comes down and they have great matches, but every time he wins, like, there's a you could do a lot worse than having like your big, massive heel champion that nobody can beat be Miro. And then the guy who eventually does is hopefully a better choice than Sammy Guevara, but he actually. That, that rub is amazing for that person, whoever that is. And listen, you're not having a WWE effect where you're taking essentially taking one title and splitting it in two with the Universal and the WWE Championship. No, you have two professional wrestling t- uh, world titles that are yeah. being held by two ama- that will be held by two amazing people, whoever AEW decides. And if Miro gets into Ring of Honor, he can go chase against Claudio, beat him, and that is a legitimate world title that's not aew taking it and calling it the galaxy um championship yeah um helpfully uh luis has told us that in somehow in some way miro versus mox has never happened on television only on house shows in wwe and a match in fcw which is the precursor to nxt so you're telling me you had an opportunity to have Miro get revenge on Sammy and then Miro versus Mox in a first time ever match. And you instead chose to do Darby versus Sammy again? Get the fuck out of here. Get wow. the fuck out of here. Come on. Like that, that could, uh, yeah, there's, there's like, no, oh, Jesus. Do, do you want me um, to text TK right now? He's probably because. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I'm not putting myself out there saying that I might have his number, no, but I um, might have his number. Uh-huh. Hey, what's that over there? Says uh, since Miro is not in this tournament, I hope he's one of the guys that will answer Wardlow's open challenge. Now that would be interesting to me, but I don't want either of those guys to lose right now. So there's 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 a that's a conundrum, but it would be a hell of a match, hell of a match. Um, so uh, he also says the other people that could answer would be a World of Open Challenge could be Hobbs, Jeff Cobb, which would be a mm. great one-off match because you could then you could put Wardlow over because Jeff Cobb's not signed, mm. but it'd be a great match. Claudio, Samoa Joe, two belts, Pac looking to be a three belt Pac, would be kind of fun. Uh, that could be like a time limit draw, you know what I mean? Um, uh, Shingo, which which could lead to a match at like Wrestle Kingdom or something. That could be like this is nice things. Hey, what's that over there? Good idea. Um, uh, Jam Beard says, one day on the same show, I want Wardlow versus Miro, Samoa Joe versus Eddie Kingston, and Claudio Jesus. versus Darby. It has to be on the same show. You're very greedy, Jam Beard. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, that would be that would be great. That would be a great. That would be great. That'd be very good. Um, Jam Beard also says, this might be a nightmare for you, Alex. I'm assuming he means me. But what if we get Garcia versus Jericho at full gear for the pure title? As long as Garcia wins, I don't give a shit. Like that's fine with me. Yeah, that Garcia, that on Garcia wins at full gear because that's how he gets out of the JAS. Yeah, like that's that's an, that's an easy thing to me. And I think that 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 here's how I would do it. 
I'd have him join um, the thing and have Wheeler Yuta never quite get over losing the pure title to Garcia. So he's always a little weary, a little leery of him and have uh, have Regal force them to work together. You are going to be a tag team and you're going to be the best tag team in AEW. And I mean, like Garcia and Yuta as these two guys who don't like each other, but just love stretching fools, like would be a lot of fun uh, as, as in the tag division. We've lot. seen that before with uh, Sheamus and Claudio in WWE. They had the best of seven matches, and then the next week they're tagging. Yeah. And they become the bar. Yeah. Uh, uh, which, let's which, not forget. Which is one of the best ones ever. Yeah. Um, and uh, Luis. Luis. Luis go. helpfully says, <laughs> if JAS interfered, that means it would get fired per the pure Oh, rule. that's right. Yeah. The if anybody rule. interferes, they are terminated from their ROH contract, which is a crazy like uh, thing to put if you're never going to actually do it. Like, if that's a rule you've made up, you have to be willing to make that the reason somebody gets fired is, is to have that happen. Um, anyway. We got Serena Deeb versus Madison Rain. Serena Deeb beats Madison Rain. I think we all kind of figured that was going to be the yeah. thing. But here's the deal. On Wednesday, there's a tag match. Tony Storm and Akaro Shida versus Britt Baker, but not Jamie Hayter because Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker are feuding right now because Britt Baker tried to pin Jamie Hayter and also stopped Jamie Hayter from pinning Hikaru Shida and becoming the, world, the women's championship. So Britt Baker has found somebody else to team with and that person is Serena Deeb. And holy shit, did I not realize I needed that? Because that's fun to me. Is that, holy crap, I lost my heater. I lost the woman who's who's beat up people for me. Mm. Who can I get to do that for me now? How about the like most vicious women's wrestler in the world? <laughs> like, what a great choice by Britt Baker. I think that's I, excellent. I, I mean, who else is she going to grab on her, in her corner? Kind of a mystery, but we'll see. I, I think that'd be that'd be kind of cool, to, you know, to kind of see and do. I, I don't know, man. Um, by the way, just having these two coaches beat the hell out of each other on live television. Well, it wasn't live, taped to live, but yeah, you know, was was really cool to see. Um, they didn't miss a beat. They didn't. They didn't look like they were waiting on each other to do moves. Like a lot of time happens. Um, they they're the truth, and I see why the women are getting so much better. On television, when you have Madison Rain now coming in, and Serena D, you know, kind of like running the train there, insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I also did love um, uh, Madison uh, Rain being yelled at by Serena D. I'm the coach. I'm the coach here. You don't. You're not the coach. I'm the coach. And bitch laps her. Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um. Uh. So, yes, uh, this is funny, too. One pack, two pack, three pack, four. <laughs> Marshall Mathers predicted Pac winning all the belts. There you go. That'd be good. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, Regal calling in Tim Thatcher for a one-off would, would be a lot of fun. Um, if, they, if they actually, you know, made the BCC into something a little bit uh, bigger or like you're in the BCC, but you're taking the BCC brand yeah. to elsewhere – Timothy Thatcher being a guy who shows up every now and then, but also like wrestles as part of the BCC elsewhere would be kind of fun. Um, uh, then uh, um, hmm. uh, we got a Jade promo. 
what was the last thing that she said? Um, I'm giving out work. I'm giving Come out apply. Work. Oh, she's that's so good, a, bro. That's a great friggin' line. I love um, but she's like, she's she um she says Athena tried something, but she did nothing. So she's 37, 38, 39. Let's just call it 50. And honestly, I think they are gonna call it 50 before anything happens. Yeah. So the problem is, is now you got 13 more matches, and Jade doesn't wrestle that often. So what is that like? Honestly, 13. That's at minimum six more months of Jade Cargill showing up every so often, wrestling a match, and then cutting a promo maybe, going away, looking great every time, improving because she's going to be always studying, getting better outside of television. That's awesome, but it kind of makes for a really boring TBS division. It does. Which is not, which is not her fault. She's great. But yeah. if you if the whole point is let's get her to 50 before she loses, it's not like she's – one thing, if you told me, I can't lose. So every week, TBS is, is when Dynamite is. Yeah. Every week, top of the second hour, that's my time. That's Correct. that bitch show. I'm open challenge. You, If you want some work, come apply. Could be like her whole thing. And there's an open contract every week. And you made a thing where she became the workhorse champion, even though we don't think of her as having a work rate. Yeah. But making if you're gonna say she's she has to, she wants to get her 50 50 and 0, then you gotta make her defend the title way more often. And a lot of people was like thinking about her is that you know, maybe she feels kind of boring. Well, let's find a way to make her more exciting because let's bring in some different people for her to face. Let's um, let's let's figure out a way to make it fun. But yeah, it didn't. Uh... You gotta cut the <laughs> Alex, okay? Yes, you do. Because that's you know we can't curse anymore on TBS and TNT. Yeah, it's all cut the. That's true. <laughs> we can't true. we can't goddamn curse. What happened to that? But she she's not They're even allowed to. She's not even allowed to say it to Tony anymore. She's got to say it to Lexi now, which doesn't doesn't work quite as. Well. It doesn't work. I need I need Tony back there. It's just. Yeah. Hey, what's that over there? It says Nyla needs to face Jade. Where's Nyla been? She's been doing whatnot, whatnot she, streams with. Uh, she, she does. She does whatever she wants. Like that's yeah. the whole thing. Is like they only have room for one women's match on on Dynamite. That's so stupid. Like you have all this time now. All these people who aren't who are gonna who are gonna be gone while they're serving their suspension. You have more time now because you can't tell me they wouldn't be putting Kenny and the Bucks on every Dynamite. Every so week. you have. I, you have time now because those people aren't there. So uh, Jordan Scott says, do you think they have someone new coming in to beat Jade or is she going to 50 and 0? Because after Athena, it's hard to pick who finally beats her. The, the, the thought was that Chris Statlander was going to beat her at Grand Slam because that's because she's from Staten Island. So she was going to beat her in New York. That was the big deal. They were going to do that for her. But if if like, I don't know how long she's out, but are we really waiting around for her to get back to do that? Because they got to have something, something else for her to do, you know? Yeah, I've, I don't know, man. I, they, I think Grand Slam. I, I know she's thirty-seven and all, whatever, whatever she is now. Right. Um, they're gonna have to pull the plug on this soon. There, she's running out of you know women to kind of beat the crap out of. Um, and they need something. They need something big and fresh. And you know what? Jade chasing is not a bad deal. You know what I'm saying? 
Like Jade should be now. She's not green anymore. She's really good in the ring. Why not have her go after, you know, uh, Tony Storm while she's the interim champion? Well, like the idea that like it's come to my attention that some people think that I am not the top champion in AEW. Mm-hmm. That is not all right by me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, absolutely she should be wanting to do that. I mean, I, I would think that here's what I've always thought, that they don't need two singles champions. Right. You you could merge those two belts into one big women's singles champion and then use the other thing to be the, become the TBS women's tag champions. Because there's, there's enough women's tag teams out there that you could do a whole tag division and actually make it work. Because, hey... If you want to know how to not do it, just watch what WWE does. Yeah. But you could make some really great tag teams and have 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 it work out really well. And you could have just Jade come for the top title. And if you want her to, to, to win that and keep that for a while, I could see that. I could see I could, the problem is you have the, the the two women's divisions where there's TBS and whoever's going for the TBS title can't go for the other one. But it's just it doesn't feel like it's it doesn't work right now. Yeah. But like if you had if you had Jade as the unconquerable mountain, nobody can just just like can can knock her off the top. But everybody everybody in the entire company is coming after her. That might be interesting. I don't right, know. Right, right, yeah. And and I just feel like there's you know they're gonna have to really start building women on television to right. go after Jade. And if she does drop it and she says f it, you know what? It was about time. I need to go after you know bigger fish to fry. Right. Then you could even throw her in as a three way yeah. with Thunder Rosa and Tony yeah. Storm. You just just drop. Yeah. What is she? If she's fifty and oh, that means she's the top woman. Yeah. Right. She's fifty and one. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that there's something there. If, if the only person I could think of, think doing it is if they do feud Jamie and Britt, and Jamie comes out on top as the baby face instead of Jamie, which we assume what she would be going for Tony, have her go after Jade. Yeah. Yes, Jamie, TBS. Jamie Hayter yes. could absolutely go after the TBS title yes. and beat Jade if you wanted her to do that. She's over enough. She's strong enough. She's fast enough. She's agile enough. That's that's the person I would go. If you told but, me somebody on the current roster has to beat Jade and she's got to do it by full gear. Yes. I'm telling you, like, that's the person that, well, not full gear because full gear is going to be the Brit versus. Yeah. Versus Brit versus Jamie match because they don't, they don't work that fast. Um, I would do Brit versus Jamie at, at uh, a grand slam and I'd have Jamie win that. And then I would do Jamie find a way to get Jamie versus Jade at full gear. You got to pull the trigger on, on Jamie soon. Cause she is, she's really getting over with the crowd. So, and you know what? What better way to give someone new like that into in the face of people with the TBS championship? You did it with Jade. Yeah. Um, uh, Alan uh, Jeanette says, based on what Alex version 1.0 said, that's me. I think Athena should have won it all out. I love her and she deserves the title. I also would have booked Athena to win. I think that she cut a really great promo on, on Jade before the match at, at the Rampage or whatever. Where she says, all these women in the back, they're all scared of you. I'm not. Like, that's a th- that's good. I think I've, I've always been a huge fan of Athena slash Ember Moon. I think that she, I thought 
that they're like, they certainly won't make the same mistake twice when they brought in Ruby Riot, made her Ruby Soho, uh, gave her a title shot, and then just dropped her way the hell down the mid card. Surely they won't make the same mistake with Ember Moon slash Athena. Mm. Surely not, but they did. So, yeah. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what's happening. Powerhouse Hobbs uh, says he's moving on from Ricky Starks. Boom. Um, I Love still that think dude. that that's not that's not done yet because I think he's going to try to, and Ricky is going to insist upon it. Um, like Hobbs, like we had our match. I beat you. I'm done with you. And Ricky Starks is going to be Ricky Starks about it, and he's going <laughs> to force Will Hobbs's hand. They're going to have another match and then another match. I think that the second match, uh, Ricky Starks surprises Hobbs. It could be even as short as the first one, but this time Starks surprises him with his quickness and gets a pinfall, and Hobbs is furious. And then they have the third match, probably at full gear. And this is a this one is a knockdown drag out. You're like people were like, oh, that first match was too was too short. This match you're gonna go. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Wrap it yeah. up. Because I feel the, the third match is going to go 25 minutes. Yeah. It's going to be a crazy, like, like, uh, like uh, there's going to be 10 minutes of just Hobbs beating the hell out of Starks. And there's, you know, I think you do what they did with Cody time limit draw. Yeah. Uh, you let that rubber match end in a time limit draw. Now, of course, you're going to have your criticism, but these two hate each other so much that they beat yeah. the living crap out of each other in the yeah. third match to a time limit draw. Sure. You could do it. Yeah. Um, Brent Lockman says, uh, well, um, uh, Brent Lockman says, what are the odds they do Kingston versus Akiyama at Grand Slam? Uh, 1%. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that they would do that. I honestly don't. Um, they might, I guess, but like, I don't know. I mean, they, 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 they need to do something with, with Eddie because Eddie's, you know, he got suspended recently. He's like, he's being punished for that still. Like, he took that like a man. Like he what he went away. He didn't he didn't he never said anything bad about anybody. He came back, he apologized, said it was all his fault. Like he handled that better than anybody I thought could. So like now nah, he's done with that. Like now it's time to reward him for being such a professional about stuff. Yeah. And 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 give him a big match in in you know in New York. Like that seems kind of obvious. Yeah, they they need to um that Grand Slam needs to be just as hot as last year's, man. Yeah, it does. Um, Claudio versus Dax uh, for the ROH title was friggin' great. Clinic. Of course it was. I loved the back and forth. The Now it's time for the main event segment. That was great. Uh, I said uh, in, my, in, in the chat, because I do a, a watch along of Rampage every night on my personal YouTube. That's youtube.com slash Alex Sour Graps. Um, uh, I said, uh, Dax's mustache needs a miniseries about it. Like, it's just majestic. <laughs> it's so fucking good. These are two beautiful, bald heroes out there murdering each other with elbow strikes and, and uppercuts. And God damn, these guys were so good. Um, I, I loved it. I love the way Dax sells. Dax is so good. Everyone in my chat was convinced he had blown out his knee and was continuing the match. And I was like, listen. I watched that guy have a have a kayfabe, completely fake shoulder separation where yeah. I thought like he was like writhing around on the floor in agony. And I was like, there's no way. No, no, he was fine. 
It was all it was all part of the act. He's really good at this, you guys. I think his knee's okay. Um, but there was a, a really sick looking bump where he did like the the uh, uh, vertical suplex out of the ring, and he landed with his tailbone on the apron corner. Like, didn't like that. Um, but there was a point where it was just Claudio just hitting him with like uppercut right, uppercut left, uppercut right, uppercut left, and eventually <laughs> Tax just did the Ric Flair face bump, which was so so funny. God, it was so great. I loved it. Um, eventually, um, uh, Dax kept having to fight out of the sharpshooter over and over again, and finally, he just couldn't do it anymore. His back gave out, and he yeah. What a story being told in the ring, bro. I so mean, good. you talk about storytelling in the form of an art. The art being, in this sense, professional wrestling. Yeah. And they gave you every up and down. They gave you the story. They gave you love, drama, everything, comedy. Yep. Laid it out for you. And at the end of the match, you just lay there on the bed with the sheet halfway up to your stomach with a cigarette in your mouth. Yeah. So good. That's so, it. That's so all you good. can do. That's so all good. you can like do. The, the, the post-match, too, with, with Regal coming in. Yes. Taking Dax's hand. Because I love the, the oh. pre-match thing. Regal says, I plucked you out of obscurity, my yes. son. No one knew who you were, and I gave you a job. I know how great you could be. Uh, it was so cool to like have William Regal put him over like that. 13 years ago. Oh. Uh, like this, uh, so good. Um, but he shakes Dax's hand himself. And mm-hmm. Claudio does. The, uh, the, the, the coat of honor. Hugs all great. around. We're, we're like, like I, I, this, isn't, this isn't their path. But uh, FTR hanging out with the BCC kind of makes sense in a way. Like they're, they're absolutely spiritual cousins of Moxley. They wrestle like Moxley yeah. does. Like it's a perfect kind of thing. Um, I I just love the idea of this being like a little beginning of that, maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, FTR is like together. They're amazing. Dax is having uh, a, a year so good that yeah. only um, John Moxley at the top of his game can rival him uh, for for wrestler of the year. That's how good everything is going right now. Yeah, I I really enjoy. You know, again. Uh... Rampage feels like a different show every Friday. Sometimes it has its lows, but today you can tell what Rampage is about. It's like the, you know, that show flew, by the way. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Claudio's fighting next? What happened? Did I blink? Yeah. I went to pick up a cookie. Next thing you know, the show was finishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did show FTR facing off with BCC at the end of the Fort Honor. They had Yuda and Claudio mm. raising their titles to them because that. That's interesting, man. That's so good. Um, God. So, TK uh, has a good problem in his hands. He's got too many people, and all these people, like honestly, like I, I what I what I hate to see Kenny and the Bucks go because of all this bullshit. Yes, like they were the guys that kind of started the whole thing. But if they had to go for a while, like a ninety day suspension yeah. or whatever, you do. There got plenty of people you could put on TV, putting on banger yeah. match after banger match. So. What do you think? Um, this is like a, a two week thing, maybe a I week thing. I, I think I think it, it's pending the investigation. Oh, that's right. They have an inv- uh, private they have investigator, an investigation, which we'll never know the results of, You're except 100% for right. by determining 
we'll look at the suspension and we'll go, oh, well, then they must have been found found at fault. Like, if it turns out, like, I think if the investigation gets done and immediately the suspension is lifted for uh, the Bucks and Kenny, then we know their version of things was closer to the truth. Mm. If the, the investigation gets done and Bucks and Kenny are suspended for 90 days, I'm like, hot damn, I guess they did kick in the door. That's well, kind of crazy. Here's something like, I'm going to ask you real quick before you put this thing up, uh, the Super Chat. Yeah. What we live in a world where there's cameras everywhere, and you're in an arena that I know, I know. 100% I know. has cameras yeah. in the bathrooms. Yeah, you yeah. mean to tell me there's zero footage of what? No, went on. here's the other thing everyone in that on that roster is has a vlog, somebody was filming that. shit Somebody was filming that. shit Somebody, has you can't footage, tell me bro. they weren't. Somebody was in the corner and they were playing Uno. Like, I guarantee you, somebody was filming the Uno game. Like, there's no way. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, anyway. Um, so we got uh, we got one here uh, from the bad one uh, who says, uh, if Yim's contract in Impact is only for six months that she signed back in May per Fightful Select, wouldn't that make her available in November for full gear? She would be great to beat Jade. Ooh, yeah, if they actually man. built it. I, I don't know if I would like like a, a shock victory. And that'd be the right signing. Like, for example, when people thought, hey, uh, Sasha Banks might decide to defect because, you know, she hates Vince and everything. And all the thing was happening with, 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 uh, with Ace and all that kind of stuff. Um, if they could get Sasha Banks and they could debut her and on that night, she beats Jade. That's the person to do that with. I don't yeah. know if Mia Yim is that person. I think I love Mia Yim, but I don't know if she's that person to, to a big enough audience. But anyway. Right. Um, we got a few things here about, uh, we got one um, from about Braun from Alan Jeanette. It says, no, 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 no. Um, don't reinforce the mat on that power slam that Braun gives Omos. It'll have that same effect with Big Show and Brock <laughs> match on SmackDown. It's good. So you don't say anything, in other words, because, you know, they love to repeat. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's that the true. ring has been reinforced with a lot Brent of steel. Brent Lachman says, uh, hail to the Alpocalypse. Oh. Roy Zhang says, a two Alex episode? Rick and Morty yeah, sure is running out of ideas. <laughs> uh, Jesse Ozog says, hey, the Dose Alexi. Alexi, Alex's? What is more than one Alex called? A sour of Alex's. I like that. I don't, I don't know. That's Sours? Um, Matt Raikiel says, been watching Cobra Kai, so I missed wrestling. I have decided that when Cobra Kai, this new show, is completely done, mm-hmm. I'm going to binge it over like three weeks. But I, I don't like, I don't need to like, like watch episode by episode now. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll figure, once the whole thing's over, because I appreciate what they're doing. They brought back the villain from Karate Kid 3. I like I like I, I appreciate what they're doing, but I want to see it all at once. That's what I've decided. Um, so now now we have uh the the jukebox, which is the thing we do on Tuesdays. There's not too many of them, but uh I, we got it, we gotta do it because they said um Aaron H says uh Semper Fi mother uh effer. Also <laughs> OG Alex, can I get Braun for getting his Shakespeare monologue? Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I can uh, pull up something. Uh... Can I get Braun for getting his Shakespeare? <laughs> I think Raw 
is entitled here. It's good. It's good. To me or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing a pop op, opposites uh and to to die to sleep no more by sleep to save me and the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that I'm not finished with you. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Uh, what's next? Um, Kate Hensler wants me to sing uh, American Pie as Braun Strowman. So, Kate, this is for you. Um, <clears throat> long, long time ago, I could still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance. Maybe they'd be happy for a while, but February made me shiver with every paper I deliver. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widow bride, but something touched me deep inside with these hands. The day... The music died singing bye bye Miss American Pie. Oh my Throwed my shiver to the levee, but the levee was dry. And them good old boys are drinking whiskey and rye. Singing, this will be the day that I die. This will be the day that I'm not finished with you. That is a fun one. That's a fun one now. I like that a lot. Oh. Um, uh, okay, that's good. Um, oh my God. Uh, Bad one, Jam Beard says, "Can uh, Alex, as Eddie Kingston, sing Bill Withers' Lean on Me,' dedicated to uh, Kate?" <clears throat> sure, I can figure out how to get how to do my Eddie Kingston. Partner, you got to be real New York with it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Sometimes in our lives, partner, we'll have pain, we'll have sorrow. But if we are wise, we know that there's always tomorrow. Lean on me when you're not strong, partner. And I'll be your partner. I'll help you carry on. For it won't be long till I'm going to need somebody to lean on, punk. Chris, Chris, Chris. Lean on me. Lean on me, Chris. Christopher, Christopher. Lean on me. I'm going to taste your blood. I'm going to taste your blood. <laughs> Lean on me so I can taste your blood, Chris. I'm going to taste your blood, Chris. Oh, Christopher. God. Christopher, I'm going to taste your blood. Lean on me, Chris. Um, uh, oh, that's great. Um, okay, so hold on. Uh, I I don't know that I can do a, a Triple H. Luis Valerial says, Papa H singing, Carry On My Wayward Son. Papa H. Carrion. Carrion. My wayward son. Here we go. Carry on, my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary red to rest. Don't you cry no more. Once I rose above the noise and confusion, just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion. 
I was soaring ever higher, but I flew too high. I can imagine him and Stephanie. (laughs) I think I'm done. Uh, Um, yeah, I don't know if I could do that one, but thank you. That's uh, thank you very much. Um, oh uh, Ryan Ben wants Axiom from Nancy 2.0 singing uh 8675309 by Tommy Two Tone. Shock wants Braun doing the South Park theme. So that's a thing that we want now, apparently. Um, okay. Uh, all right, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going down to South Park. Gonna have myself a time. Friendly faces everywhere. Humble folks without temptation. Going down to South Park. Gonna leave my woes behind. Apple Park and day or night, people spouting, howdy neighbor. Heading out down to South Park, going to see if I can't have one. Come on down to South Park, meet some friends of mine. I'm not finished with you. Oh, my God. Got a little, got a little axiom in there uh, for the Kenny. Um, okay, and finally... Um, Nathan Frazier and Linda doing a duet of Don't You Want Me by the Human League. Mm, there, you mm, 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 mm. there you go. All right. Um, you were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar when I met you. I picked you out. I shook you up and turned you around, turned you into someone new. Now, five years later, you've got the world at your feet. Success has been so easy for you. But don't forget, it's me who put you where you are now, and I can put you back down too. Don't, don't you want me? You know I can't believe it when I say that you won't see me. Don't, don't you want me? You know how I don't believe you when you say that you don't need me. It's much too late to find, or you think you changed your mind. You'd better change it back, or we will both be sorry. Don't you want me, baby? Don't you want me? Oh, don't you want me, baby? Don't you want me? Oh, I was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. That much is true. But even then, I'd find a much better place either with or without you. The five years we have had have been such good times. I still love you. But now I think it's time I live on my own. I guess it's just what I must do. Don't you want me, baby? Don't you want me? And Bob's your uncle. And that's enough. I think that's enough. And that's all we're going to do for Kate. Um, that's how That's how every, I don't want to say every, but if you, if you lived in New York long enough, then this has exactly what every 
female that's lived in New York for over 40 years, sounds like, by the uh, way. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's Linda. That is Linda. She, she lives in Queens. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's good. Uh, so yeah, uh, that, that goes out to you, Kate. Uh, you'll be back next week to do this, and uh, we won't. And that way it won't go two and a half hours. Uh, it, goes, it goes long when you guys do it, but not this long. So um, thank you, everybody, for watching. Hey, uh, other Alex, where can people find you and what else do you do? Yeah, so you guys can find me uh, on Twitter at underscore Alexis Cardoza or on Instagram, Alexis Cardoza. That's where I usually hang out at. And uh, my OnlyFans is not up yet soon. Uh, I'll get you guys that info as soon as it's up. Uh, a couple of uh, little tidbits here and some news newsworthy stuff. Um, I'll be dropping it on Twitter, but I will be joining the Fightful Overbooked family here real soon. Um so I'll be dropping the show name and what's coming. I thought you I'd let everyone know here. You know, I'm thankful of Kate, you and everyone else, Sean, who's uh, accepted me here. So I'm very happy to announce that. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I'm doing a show strictly for Fightful Overbooked coming real soon. And you can catch me on Wednesdays on Wrestling with Freddie with Freddie Prince Jr. Talking wrestling and making fun of each other. Welcome to the Fightful family. Grazie. Um uh yeah, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh on over on my own uh YouTube, I do watch alongs of the third hour of Raw, the main event of Dynamite, and also AW Rampage. Uh so that's Alex Sour Graps over there, all one word. Um, and then also I've been doing a gaming series over there. Right now we're playing Last of Us Part One, the new remake that's on PS5. Um, and I'll be doing a, a marathon session of that um, uh, tomorrow night. So that should be good. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh Last boy. one, Ricardo. Last one. I love this. I'm okay. making this into shorts. <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous now. Okay. All right. Last, last one, Ricardo. Waiting for, waiting for Luis to send me the lyrics of this thing. I love this song, by the way. I can't wait for it's, you to it's, see it. It's a banger. It's an old one. There we go. It's an oldie bit of goodie. Here we go. Alex, how old are you? I'm I'm 42. Get the... F no, I'm 42 years old. Okay. Well, send me a copy of your birth certificate, <laughs> and I'll believe it. <laughs> Fat don't crack, my man. Here we go. Uh, all right. Uh, <clears throat> First time, it was a great time. Second time was a blast. Third time I fell in love. Now I hope it lasts. I can see it in your walk. Tell talk it when you talk. See it in everything you do. Even in your thoughts, you got the right stuff, baby. Love the way you turn me on. You got the right stuff, baby. You're the reason why I sing this song. All that I needed was you. Oh, girl, you're so right. Said all that I wanted was you. You made all my dreams come true. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 the right stuff. Oh, 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 the right stuff. Thank you, everybody. 27 of these minutes have been Linda, by the way. Yeah, at least. Everybody, that's that's what we do here. We like to, we aim to please. But hey, you know everything's all right. Everything's everything's not everything doesn't suck because we got you know we have uh, 
we have we have the outs here, so everything doesn't suck. But I, I, I'm contractually obligated to say, at yes. the end of every episode of uh, Sour Grabs, everything sucks. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.